live from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Good evening, everybody, and happy birthday to us. Yes, hello, beautiful bell breakers. It has been a year. One freaking year. Can yeah. you believe that? No, man. Uh, my wife flies. told me, she's like, man, it seems like it's been much longer. Yeah, because she's had to put up with all the bullshit <laughs> right? about it for the full year. It's like, yeah. oh, no, we can't do that because I'm recording a podcast this week. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't do that because I got to edit a podcast yeah. for this yeah. week. Oh, and we're adding another podcast episode and more editing. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and my wife, every, oh, you're, you're doing that tonight? Again, yeah, the same. Uh, yeah, time every, every every week, week. every time <laughs> <laughs> for the last year now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like the spoiled kid at the birthday party. It's like this episode is all about us. It's our yeah. birthday party. I'm gl- glad for everybody who's here and joining us to make it. Yeah. Um, but this one is probably going to go completely off the rails. I yeah. fully intended to. It's yes. like I I wish I could actually function and podcast and drink at the same time. I I probably yes. won't be, can't do that. Otherwise, we'd have like tequila yeah. shots out here oh my gosh, and yeah <laughs> we'd yeah. be celebrating who knows style. where it would go yeah that that would be an interesting podcast episode it yes. would probably go like six hours long we're like <laughs> yeah bill <laughs> bill <laughs> well it has been a full 12 months since we kicked this thing off because it was the first wednesday of june of 2020 that we decided to yeah. kick this pig and make this thing uh an actual an actual reality yes. i mean we talked about it for a month or so, a couple months yeah. leading up to it, and then we set the tentative date. I remember it was the first Wednesday in June. We wanted yep. to kick it off, and we made it happen. And yeah. Now a full month late, or full month, full <laughs> year later, we still suck at this. We're still very unprofessional and don't yes. have our shit together. Yes. But 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 we're owning up to it now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's a big step for us. Yes. Because before it was like, hey, I gotta edit out all those yeah those mishaps, all those screw ups, and now yeah, now we embrace it. Well, we've come to f- far enough along that we're doing live shows now, so it's just like, well, shit, we can't yeah, edit out right. when we're, we don't have like a producer that can like hit that that. Uh, edit button right. like the people that edit out the swear words on live television. I don't right. know how they do that. I don't either. I just let one slip by intentionally. Yeah. Just like oh, oops, just, my bad. Just kind of screw with people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he said, he yeah. said fuck on live TV. <laughs> so man, Bill, how does it feel to be officially yeah. a one-year-old podcast? It's 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 crazy, but it feels awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I, to be honest, when we started, I didn't. I didn't really have any forethought of like where we'd end up. But. Right here. I don't think either of us do. We're yeah. just like, like they tell you, like plan this thing out and your direction you want it to go. If yeah. you want to be successful, you have to plan like five, six episodes in advance, plan it out, know your direction, know your yeah. your market, your niche That's or whatever. probably why we're not real successful. Yeah, probably, because <laughs> we did none of that. <laughs> we're just like, let's just hit record and see yeah. where the shit yeah. goes. <laughs> Oh man! But it's, we made it a year, and that's more than most. Yeah, a lot of podcasts. Like I think when we hit number seven, we had said that a lot of the average podcast dies out or runs out of shit to talk about after like seven episodes. Yeah, well, they I mean, didn't start in twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and decide, hey, let's talk about all the bullshit that's going on in the world, right? Because God knows we've got, we've had a, a our fair share. We hit the lottery yes. when it comes to starting a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, man. So. We are here doing this 12 months in, 
And I, I mean, I feel like we've moved forward. We, we have. We've well, taken we some big strides. Got a, a weekend show now. We got yeah, two episodes in a live show once a week. Um, we've got some of you regular listeners that have been listening since day one. Right. Thank you. Um, happy birthday to you as well. Yeah. Um, the others that have jumped in in the middle or early on or later on, thank you again because again, I mean. We we value all of you equally the right. same. We we love the ones that have been around since the beginning, but we love the ones that jumped in last week just yeah. as much because um, that's that's how shit grows. Absolutely. <laughs> if we only focused on our oldest listeners, then the others would be like, "Well, fuck you." Yeah, right. And we'd just not get any new listeners. Yeah. So I don't know where this uh, show is going to go. the 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 intention was and is still to um, have on some of our former guests that we've had on the show throughout yeah. the last 12 months, which we've had a handful of them. Yeah. We, we have never claimed to be like a an interview show. No. But we have guests on as things come up and yeah. as people kind of fit in to the topics that we're talking about. We mm-hmm. never wanted to have people on just to have like a big name right. to boost our numbers because we want something that's value to what we're talking about. Right. So that's we bring in pretty pretty good value in our guests. Oh, yeah. All our guests have been amazing. Yes. So our plan this week is, and was, and still is, to um, bring some of them in, and I put in the the YouTube description, um, could be, but not limited to, uh, Dan Smots of the System is Down podcast is supposed to come on. We'll see if that happens. Um, We had originally said John Odermatt, but he had... (laughs) Scheduling had conflict. scheduling conflicts because uh, Memorial Day screwed up his uh, his brain with um, scheduling, so he's not going to make it. But Mark Clare of the Lions of Liberty might make it on later. Um, we're trying to get Gary Collins on if his internet doesn't suck and if too many people aren't watching cat videos in his area is is exactly what he said. So um, we're hoping to get him on. We're hoping to get Remzo on here in a little bit. Um, Remzo, we've had on two or three different times yeah. on the show. So. Yeah. So it should be fun, and it should definitely go off the rails really fast. Yeah. But we, um, the plan is to have them on and just kind of bullshit about all the topics that have kind of come up throughout the last right. 12 months, all the things that have happened, how far the world has come, or is, has anything actually really changed in 12 right. months, or or where things have gone. So, yeah. But before we get there, we've got to talk about our coffee fix of freedom. Yes. Run your mouth coffee. Still supporting free speech, just as we are still one year later, primarily supporting free speech. Which is why we started the show. That is 100% why we started the show. Go to Running Your Mouth or rymcoffee.com. Support them because they support free speech. As we've said for several months now, if you support free speech, support companies that support free speech, especially the small companies that are being affected the most by COVID. Um, if you like coffee as much as you like free speech, I mean, we got we got a couple handful of uh, yeah. mottos for them. Yeah, that, yeah. That they need they should pay us to. I know we so they can some use really it. Good stuff. If you love coffee as much as you love free speech, drink run your mouth coffee. Yes. Um, what else? Mmm, tastes like freedom. That, yep, there was that one. There was that one too. So rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code Break the Bell, all one word. If you don't know where that comes from, that is the name of the show, the Break the Bell podcast. <laughs> if you haven't figured that out, they're like, hmm, how'd they come up with that one? Break it's an the interesting bell. Interesting promo code. <laughs> All one word, Break the Bell. You'll get 10% off your order plus free shipping. Um, that'll let them know that we sent you. 
Um, that's rymcoffee.com, and that is founded, again, by John Odermatt of the Lines of Liberty podcast and Matt Pangy of the Homestead and Homeschools podcast, both big su- supporters of liberties and freedoms and all the bullshit in between, like we say, we are, too. So, yes. So we're going to support them the way they support freedom. Yes. That is it for that. Um, if you're enjoying everything that you've been hearing or wh- everything that's been going on in the last year, share this shit around. Share it with your friends, your families, your kids, your grandmas, your wives, your cousins, your cousin wives. I, I don't your know. Your sister wives. Cousins, uncles, uh, cousins, third bastard, <laughs> former roommate. <laughs> this, could get, this could get deep. Share it around. Smack that... Like and share button. Share it around. Smack it hard. Smack it like a redheaded stepchild. But don't smack your redheaded stepchild. Just no, smack we, that we share on that. and like and share button. Um, that's about it. Just share us all over social media because we are all over the place. And um, we're on all the all the major social medias. If you want to find us somewhere else, um, hit us up and be like, hey, have you checked this out? Yeah. And we'll see what we can do. Yeah. If we're not there, then we will we will grow. We will we will attempt to grow to another yet another social yes. media platform. I'm ready to get into this birthday Let's party. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I feel gonna... like we should have some sounders like horns and stuff. Uh we should. Why God, we always think of things after I know, the fact. after the fact. God, we gotta get better at thinking of good ideas before the fact. Let's kick this intro off and see who we can get into our birthday party. If not, okay. it's it's our party. We do what we want. You know what? We, we've partied to get just you and I before. So. We have. Let's do it. All right. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? You say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did he say? What did he say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? All right, we are back and we are ready to get into our birthday bash here. Once again, this is At the Wayside. We heard from the guitarist. Matt, last week, um, they are promoting their new album, so go check out At The Wayside all over social media. Yeah. If you want to get this album, um, I don't remember what it's called now, <laughs> but check out the album. Go to the, uh, <laughs> Facebook, or um, they're on Twitter, too, um, and their their music is on Spotify or anywhere else you can stream yeah. music. Uh, if you like what you hear? Yeah, check out check At The out. Wayside. Um, they're our friends, and yeah. uh, we want to... Promote them the way people help promote us and help uh, support us. So we like to help other people. I've got our first birthday call-in of the day, and that is Gary. He actually made it. Let me see if I can get him in here. Gary is joining. 
Gary. Gary, you have video. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Can you hear me okay? I got my AC on. Let me know if it's too loud. Oh, no, it's no. good. It's good. It is good to actually see you, Gary. Yeah. Last time, um, you did not have the option of video <laughs> because of... Uh, He's like, shit, let me turn off my camera. Uh, you sure you want you sure you want to see me? <laughs> it's our it's our birthday. We we get what we want, Gary. <laughs> Gary, it has been um I don't know, it's been like what, five months probably since so. we had you on? Yeah. It's has been it been that long? I don't know. Really? It's been a while. It was back it was back before the election, I know that. Because um yeah. Leading up to the election is when we started getting into right. like, hey, is this shit going to break down? Is the whole right. society going to break down after the election? So that's when we got you on to uh, um, talk about, hey, be, down from the cliff. Yeah, yeah, be more self-sustaining. There is hope, guys. And Gary came on and gave us that hope. So. Um, Gary, um, remind everybody where we can find you. You are the, the simple life guy, but... Um, Give it, just kind of remind people who you are and, and what you're all about, because I'm sure we have listeners that didn't hear that, that, that interview with you um, a couple months ago. Yeah, um, sure. I'm the guy started a decade ago uh, in primal health and easy living and all that, and eventually evolved into this uh, crazy simple life concept of life simplification of uh yeah it, it's hard to explain because it kind of happened by accident in a way but i'm on my off-grid house that's how i became uh, a little bit famous was my book called going off the grid mm -hmm. and i'm a former federal agent former military intelligence came from nothing you know didn't whine and complain well uh-oh uh-oh myself and yeah and uh just uh created the simple life to help people kind of live a uh, obviously a simpler life but a life that's more rational mm -hmm. <laughs> you know a yeah. little more self-reliant maybe right. do shit for yourself maybe yeah. mm -hmm. instead of waiting for someone to come wipe your ass for you and tell you it's okay yeah and that's what i'm about everyone knows i i don't pull any punches i tell it how it is i only talk about the things that i do which is crazy today i didn't go to a tony robbins conference and then start a self-help company telling you things i've never done <laughs> and uh so it's kind of a little different concept i almost kind of i guess what you guys say i've been told i kind of created my own kind of my own self-help world yeah, okay. in a way because it's yeah it's very odd even my the people who follow me i, I wouldn't call them odd but i have a very different bat i have a very different demographic who mm. follows me than most people have in my space right yeah well it's all very common sense i mean when you when you explain it to it to us you know that it just makes sense to to want to be self-sustaining so that you don't get wrapped up in all the bullshit mm -hmm. and um i i never shared this with you and i i briefly saw the comment after our interview with you and so I, I don't remember the exact phrasing of it, but it, it said something like somebody commented on one of the YouTube on the YouTube video from the intro or the intro, the, the interview that we had with you. Um, it was like said something. How is this guy promoting simple life like a simpler life when he's living in a X thousand dollar house that he was able to build on his own? How is that promoting simple? I'm just like, did you even listen to the freaking episode, dude? Right. And it just it just made me laugh when people have comments like that. Well, and, and I'll explain this because when I first did this, I got some pushback from 
more of the, uh, so we, shall we say, crunchier crowd. And I've always said there's two types of people who live off-grid. Mm -hmm. There's a group who live off-grid because they want to, and then there's the group who lives off the grid because they have to. Yeah. You never want to be the one who does it because you have to, because it sucks. Mm -hmm. And they tend to get a little bent out of shape, and they think this is a super expensive house. I, and they go, well, this guy, you know, he lives well beyond what I can do, this and that. And obviously, he was privileged. I grew up in a beat-up trailer in the middle of nowhere. My parents Uh-oh. We're losing Gary. Somebody turned on a cat video. Gary, if you're watching cat videos near Gary's house, shut them off, please. Yeah, we're trying to, also, we're trying to talk. We, we lost you for a second there, Gary. Oh, yeah, the, and uh, it's a kind of bad time. Uh, hopefully the internet will, I may have to jump over to another form. Yeah. But We blame yeah, the cat videos. And, yeah, well, with, with that, I own two properties. I, I have 70 acres total. Building both these together costs less than you to build a new construction house in residential in suburb America today. Really? So no. uh, shut the fuck up. No, no. <laughs> I did the work. Yeah. No, it, it's like, stop with that. Stop yeah. it. You're a whiner. Right. You bitch and complain. You can make $15 an hour and build this exact same house I built. Yeah. The only problem is you're going to have to do it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. <laughs> you know. I barely made it through high school or I didn't even make it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I show up for work occasionally. You don't expect me to build my own house. Right. I'd rather shit talk to you. That's way easier to do than me actually doing something. Right. Yeah. So let me, fuck you. let me see if I can find, <laughs> find the exact comment. I know I'm close by. I, I, I wanted to find the exact comment because, yeah, it's basically what you're saying. It's just pre people, like, whining because they were um, jealous of what you've done or saying, hey, or calling you, I don't know, calling you a liar or something. I, I don't exactly know what they're getting at here, but um, it, it was just ridiculous. But I'm not seeing it. Yeah. But, but like anyway, said, it was along those lines. There's no way that they listen to the video if, right. or listen to the interview if that's, that's their yeah. comment. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what gets me. Well, there's, that's the problem with social media, right? And, and YouTube is they don't, they don't get the whole con context of what they're even commenting on. Yeah. Oh, you here know, it that's is. been proved through studies. Here it is. It says the guy who has two houses, prime land with great views, put in 25 G, a $25,000 well, lives three seasons in his house, made of super expensive concrete preform. This guy, is, is he stalking you? How does he know all this shit? <laughs> um, it says, has solar and wind turbines, and his simplified house has two full bathrooms. Yeah, he sounds simplified life, right? Yeah, again, you're not listening to the concept of right. the episode or, or the things you're saying. It sounds like this is just a probably a troll that follows you around and trolls you on all your videos or all your interviews because for him to know all— because none of that stuff came out in our interview. So for him to know any of that stuff, he had to have been really doing his homework to, or it's somebody that you pissed off— in a previous life or something. Well, and it's funny, he says this ultra expensive material, this ultra expensive material costs 14 grand mm -hmm. for the entire house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's ultra expensive. I'm sorry, bud, if you live in your mom's basement and that's free, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. And that's where I used to get upset with some of these people. I've, I've weeded all this out because everyone knows it's all out there. If you read the books, 
You can even watch all the old YouTube videos. It's all there. I, yeah. I share everything. I do a ton of interviews out of my house. Right. They soon realize, oh, he actually does this stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. You know? All right. And, and what they right. do is it's, it's just people frustrated with their lives. And I tell them, go away. Yeah. I only help the people yeah. who want to be helped. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why my following and the people who listen to my podcast and read my books, I call them the go-getters, man. Mm -hmm. They yeah. get out there and they make shit happen. That's what they do. Yeah. And so I'm not getting a bunch of negative emails and people trolling me and all that. Cause I don't use social media all that much. I use very little of it. I use Twitter to light fires cause people piss me off every right. once in a while. <laughs> yeah. And then I jump out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> do the damage and leap. Yep. Again, simplifying. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah I, I do the damage. I, I leave. Uh, I call myself a Twitter sniper. I just get in there and let waste. And then I jump back out and go, uh, go hide a bit because also too, I don't know if you guys noticed this because you were all in the same circles. The Twitter circles we flow in comparably to what real Twitter is. Like I didn't know what real Twitter was until a couple months ago because I'd never really used it. And I'd always had the same friends and same people. We follow each other, yep. share each other's stuff and all that. I went to a, uh, what is it? Gina Carrado or whatever. That oh, yeah. got mm -hmm. from Star Wars or whatever. Yep. And uh, she said something and I clicked on it and it sent me over to her feed. And then I got to see all of her shit, and I went, You're like, Dear "Oh, whoa, God. hold on, this, this is, this is ass nine. Yeah. yeah, it was so. I mean, I go, people really think this is okay. Yeah, right. I, right. I just, I couldn't right. believe, yeah, how different it was from what I was used to and what we see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was so toxic. I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh my God, if I was her, I wouldn't even be on there. I don't, yeah. I don't need this. Yeah, I'm rich, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> screw yourself." Right. I don't know why celebrities do that to themselves. It's got to be some faulty wiring of attention. Right. Because if my Twitter feed was like that, I'd delete that thing tomorrow. I'd delete it right after this. Yeah, I wouldn't I even waste shit. time. I'd be like, why would you even deal with that? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, I can imagine the, the head stress it goes through just coming up with responses to people like that and you see people just constantly going back and responding to it and just arguing back mm -hmm. and forth and it's just like why are you yeah. even just bothering with this turn shit? it off just yeah. turn it off yeah. yeah and people wonder why they're losing their damn minds right. it's like this that's why um so so our whole point of this episode was kind of to take a look back at the year the last 12 months that we've had this show going because I don't know if you noticed this. A lot of shit has happened in the last 12 months, Gary. <laughs> I mean, this has not been, this year has not been short in giving us things to talk about as a podcast. So we kind of, as we mentioned in our intro, we struck gold starting a podcast right now, especially like a current right. events type podcast, because I mean, it, we've had so much stuff just, just plastering us left and right i mean it's just yeah. been ridiculous it, it, it was so busy that we had to redo our first episode because <laughs> too much shit was happening yeah <laughs> so so um we started this last june and um i had kind of went back and looked at the year 2020 leading up to june just to see what we what would have sparked our brains to get to here i mean we kind of kn knew but i i just wanted to go like kind of relive it by looking up some old headlines and stuff so i i had a few things um January, obviously, the WHO announced COVID was a thing in Wuhan. That's when it first was announced, was in January, early January. Um, by the end of January, we had the first confirmed U.S. cases, supposedly. 
Um, I think they probably were. It was probably here before oh, then. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking. Well, really actually, um, because we didn't start really hearing about confirmed cases till like March-ish. And so for this headline to say January 21st was the first confirmed case right. tells me they're like backdating shit since then because we weren't hearing about confirmed cases here. I don't think there there like, was in America. It was October, November. They think were the real first. Yeah. Cases. Yeah. But as far as what they were saying back then, it was like late right. January. Yeah, early. yeah. Because it wasn't at uh, early February when uh, Trump stopped travel from China. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. There was that. Um, by the 31st, um, the WHO declared it a global emergency. Um, by early March, there was that whole cr- the cruise ship yeah. the, that got stuck off the coast for like two weeks. And yeah. people were starving to death and pissing on each other and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, then by the mid-March, the pandemic was declared. Actually, a travel ban started in March. Okay. Is what what I, I had read today, and it was it was that's when they started the um the shutdowns. Yeah, shutdown March. started because the first fun filled stimulus check happened on um got signed on March twenty sixth. Wow, they moved fast. Yeah, so um it was interesting because that was kind of when we started getting our our brains going with with the whole premise of the show because we could see that's when the whole conversation of the whole phrase the new normal came out right was mid March. And people started saying, oh, uh, we got to kind of adhere to this new normal. And we had come up with our whole thing. Um, people just get selling out their rights for like a $1,200 stimulus check was mm-hmm. one of our first things that we had actually talked about. I think we talked about that on the intro, yeah. like the just it, the teaser video. Right. Was it's pissing us off just watching people just hand their rights over to the government in the name of safety, in the name of stimulus check, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so that's where this whole um, concept of the show came from. So that's what we are leading up to when we went into this thing late May when we started like actually talking and uh, recording shit. And then um, immediately after we recorded our initial episode... George Floyd kicked off right after that. Talk talk to us yeah. about some of this stuff. Uh, your your memories yeah. of early 2020, um, like March, April, May timeframe um, of what was going on with you at that time. Yeah, being kind of kicked out, you know, kind of keeping yourself outside of the uh, the the grid and out of you know the institutions. You know what's kind of well. I was actually in California at that point. Oh, um, I was spending. I was staying in my RV in California. Um, the Damn it, Gary. Kind of, you know, but, uh, yeah, just, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, 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 you you froze for a minute. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's getting about time when people get home from work, so it should get interesting. (laughs) We'll keep you as long Um, as I'm on Wi-Fi. I'm not hardwired in, people. It's Wi-Fi. It's a (laughs) jetpack. I got you. And so... You know, I, I kind of saw it coming. I did a couple of interviews and people asked me what my opinion was because I worked for the FDA and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services in my prior, prior life. And I said, for me, I, I think I'm about, we're about ready to see the biggest money grab we've ever seen. Because hmm. once I heard the drug companies start getting involved, everyone's all, oh, they're going to come up with a vaccine. I went, hmm. oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Just watch this shit hmm. unfoil. And And sure enough, it kind of went pretty much the way I said it did in a way, it's not even done because yeah. guess what people who have had COVID 
been immunized, guess what you're getting in six months? You can get a booster yeah. for the hmm. flu. You know, I, I'm all for people, you know, making free choices and all that. And it kind of scared me too. So I left, I went to my Washington house early and usually up here, I can't get in because there's a lot of snow. It's still snow on the ground and it's at the top of the mountain. It's very difficult to, you, you got a snowmobile in. I leave during the winter, it's ridiculous. Uh, so I came in, there was still snow on the ground, got here and just kind of disappeared for a little bit. And my life didn't change a whole lot when I would go into uh, Washington, Spokane side, because I live right next to Idaho border, mm -hmm. that they were falling. It was goofy land, but I'd wear a mask real quick, get what I needed to get, get out. Not a big deal, but Idaho was different. They were like, eh, we're not following this. <laughs> and they followed it for a little bit. And then that kind of uh, went away. And I knew so some store owners who never wore a mask the entire time. Yeah. Really? And so, yeah, it, 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 for me, it was more about, let's see what's going to happen. And it's been interesting. I agree with you guys. Uh, you know, I, I built my life this way for a reason. I, I worked in the government for yeah. half my life. I, I'm not a, a life clairvoyant or know exactly what our government's going to do at any given time. But I, I'd seen enough to where I kind of knew where this was going to go. Right. Um, and the shit show continues, right? It's yeah. uh, we're still yeah. we're still kind of dealing with it. But I, I think for us that people need to understand that we basically gave away a ton of our rights for the flu. Yeah, absolutely. And people go, wait, 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 not for the greater good. You don't know. This. I'm I, guys. I've been in health. I got a master's in a science degree. Mm -hmm. Not a complete fucking idiot. You know, I work for these agencies, right. and I will say this: that there was COVID. <laughs> one through 18 as mm. well you know and and then they go well you, we get vaccinations i was in the military i've been vaccinated i state department i've been vaccinated for everything yeah but getting vaccinated for for the flu with an right. experimental vaccine and you're gonna have to keep getting more and more i don't know man i just yeah Gary, we, I, before you before you keep going we um need to uh announce the the presence of remzo uh martinez one of your one of your friends or enemies or rivals i i, I don't know and wait a second i got my hey brother. hey hey i just went ahead and bought like a whole ton of simple life products the other day so i i you know i i will once i go ahead and get the first box it should be here by tomorrow gary no i got the i, I got the men's multivitamin i got the turmeric i bought a bunch of stuff you know I'm a I'm a Gary Collins acolyte, so it's all good. Go. It's all go. good in the hood. Remzo, do you got video? Or are you laying down sleeping again? Uh, it's a it's a question you don't want to know. You should have asked <laughs> if I'm wearing clothes or not. That would have really narrowed it down. <laughs> we also have um, Dan Smots of Doctor Anthony down. Fauci, please. Oh, Doctor Anthony Fauci of <laughs> the CDC, or who who does he work for? The news. <laughs> I. I Tell people what to do for a living I, after I, watching the news. I hear myself talk, and then I, I sometimes agree with it and tell people what to do, and sometimes I disagree with it, and then I tell people what to do. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, you sound a hell of a lot like uh, Bernie Sanders at this point. <laughs> I've only got so, so many voices in my arsenal. <laughs> only, especially so many Jewish voices. Uh, so so <laughs> right I now... resent that. All right. We've got... Um, 
so everybody knows who's listening. We got Dan Smots of The System Is Down or Dr. Fauci, a.k.a. We um, We got Remzo Martinez of the On The Run podcast, and we have Gary Collins of Simple Life. Simple Life Now or Simple Life? What's your, what's your website again? It's the Simple Life and the website Simple Life Now. Okay. So I was right both, simple both life, ways. You know, Nicole Richie, Paris Hilton, they kind of took that. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Not a smart move on my, my part. Right. You know, my, tit, my tits and ass aren't nearly as nice as theirs, so it makes it a little harder to rank. Well, I don't know. Theirs might not be that great anymore, depending on their plastic surgeon. I don't think it is all that good anymore. Paris never had one. That's true. So, Remzo, Plastic breaks down very slowly, okay. so I, I imagine they're fine. Mr. Fauci, I'm going to have to ask you to remove your mask because they're not allowed on this podcast. So I, I can't remove my mask because I might infect a stranger with the particles in the air, but give it five minutes and I'll change my mind. All right. So to recap what Gary was just talking about when y'all jumped in, we, we kind of led up to June, uh, the kind of the headlines breaking down what happened in the year of 2020 leading up to us kicking off this podcast in June. So we talked about COVID coming, COVID being announced as a uh, pandemic. Um, the first... Uh, Shutdowns, um, shutdowns, the first stimulus, stimulus checks. checks, as Gary calls and as we have called plenty of times, a massive money grab in this country, which did you think did it you was have delightful? Did you have any <laughs> Gary, did you have any idea? You said at that point you had already predicted it was a money grab. Did you have any idea the amount the vastness of money grab that it would turn into now a year later? I'm actually pretty impressed with how many people could get their hands in the pie. Uh, and it was people that you would expect, but not to expect, right? Mm -hmm. It just so happens that the biggest companies in America, their, their boost in earnings almost is the identical amount as the stimulus that was paid out. It's funny how Interesting that how that happens. Right, right. And the funneling, the drug companies I knew were on the take instantly. I knew that right away. Right. Uh, but the last time I saw, I think there's four or five or six new billionaires yep. in the drug yep. companies just off the vaccine. What, just we, the vaccine. We had talked. That's amazing. We had talked about, I think it was immediately after the first stimulus check came out. Um, we had read some um, facts about the the corporate billionaires and how it was like a month or two later, how their net worth had conveniently increased almost the exact amount right. that they paid out in stimulus checks to us. Like you're talking like the Amazons and the Walmarts and stuff like the online um, corporations like, huh, conveniently these billionaires net right. worth has increased the amount that they paid us in stimulus because we threw it all at Amazon mm -hmm. because nothing else was open. So, I mean, um, it, it, it's been absurd to watch the amount of money just shifting. Um, I wanted to get, Dan and Remzo's, if Dan wants to play Dan or Dr. Fauci, I don't care. I want to get you guys' take. I will speak for Dan. Okay. Um, Remzo, we'll start with you. Leading up to, so right about April, May, June. I've been June, speaking for Dan all year, actually. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, Remzo, um, April, May, June, that was about the time I think you had just kind of switched directions on your podcast and or or not long before that what was going on with you and your thought process when this whole um covid thing kicked and all the shutdowns happened and then leading up to like the george floyd stuff like what was your take on this from the beginning 
Well, I, I just want to point out that at the very beginning of the year, I knew that things were going to get really weird on, uh, I think it was a few days after uh, January 1st of 2020. Uh, I was eating lunch. I just grabbed some Panda Express. I was actually running late to work, but I didn't tell anyone. So I grabbed my lunch. I'm sitting down on a Sunday in the middle of this newsroom that only had like one other editor. And then I get a bunch of phone calls and somebody told me that Kobe Bryant died and I had to get the obituary ready. Oh, so I'm just like, Forgot what? About Kobe. Kobe's not, Kobe's not dead. And next thing you know, Kobe dies. And I'm just like, this is one of the weirdest days to start the new year. And I'm like mm. the one person who no one ever expected to have to start putting out this news. Mm. But, um, you know, following that, uh, that that's how I kind of knew. It's like, huh, this isn't going to be like the giant roaring 20s that we thought it was going right. to be. So l- luckily at that point, uh, I mean, things for me were for me were going pretty well i just wrapped up season two of my show the witching hour we were already planning for season three which got all over the place because of covid later on in the year but uh at that point i was just restarting uh you know kind of like the podcast trend with uh we are libertarians um as a network my show was supposed to be a travel show which is hilarious. So now I have built it as the world's laziest travel show um, because as soon as I was getting ready, that was when March happened. And, you know, I had planned a trip to New York with my girlfriend. I was going to go down South and visit a bunch of friends of mine. I had a whole bunch of stuff planned and uh, all of that got kind of derailed. So at that point, you know, the, the whole, the, the whole world was kind of like in the same situation where it's like you know we've got all these plans what do you do i had already halted so many other personal projects and things i wanted to do i didn't want to go ahead and halt the podcast and i think what people began to really question uh during 2020 both for good and bad reasons are are the main narratives put out there i mean i think some of the biggest uh cultural influences that were brought about you know, in 2020, were ironically, thanks to Netflix, Tiger King made people question what is reality. <laughs> and then the Waco series made people question the very government that they, uh, you know, usually claim to support in one way or another. You've got the leftists saying, oh, my gosh, look what happens when you let the cops do whatever they want. Then you've got the Republicans saying, oh, my God, look what the ATF did to those people in Waco. So for all of this stuff to, to occur all within a year, uh, it, it was just one of those moments where, you know, why, why I tell people now is that, you know, it's good to travel to physical locations, but we need to really begin to expand our whole, our whole process, our whole worldview mm-hmm. and, uh, really assess the, the, the very nature of why things occur, why we believe what we believe and where, where we're going as people, because I think as a collective consciousness, people are really starting to question, you know, what is normal, what is really going on in our lives. I don't think any at any point in history things have definitely been, you know, normal. I mean, it you know to go from like a, a few hundred years ago where people were like circumnavigating the world using a drawing that some guy hopefully got right to get to a country that no one's ever heard of to now where we're you know dealing with so many crazy things like freaking UFOs coming out of like nowhere. I'm off topic on a lot of things. Long story short, shit went crazy. I had to adapt. And I think now we're just starting to figure out where we're going. So hopefully everyone's just along for the ride. Well, Remzo, we said at the beginning of this, this is our birthday party and we'll go off the rails if we want to, because that's what this is all about. Your whole ass rails and your roads. (laughs) This is the one time in my life where it's like, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure I just sounded like Alex Jones without intentionally doing so. (laughs) 
That's all right. UFOs, collective consciousness, Waco. I mean, everything. Chimeras. <laughs> Globalists. You forgot. You forgot the gay frogs. Oh, the gay yeah, frogs. The gay... It is Pride Month. It we is. can't forget the gay frogs. It's true. Gary, do any of the products in your store turn frogs gay? All of them. Okay. <laughs> do they do they make you rip your I shirt off like manufactured that way on purpose? They came from they came from bats in Wuhan. Right? Yes. He designed them specifically to turn frogs gay, <laughs> and then they just happened to have these other great side effects. So he's like, "Hey, I'll put them out as those." And yeah. well, people get pissed when frogs don't turn gay. I get complaints. It's so. true. <laughs> simple life guarantee. And complaints, complaints from many straight heterosexual frogs. <laughs> Oh, Dan, it is good to see you back in true form, true douchey form. Less what do you mean? Well, what you got here? What's going on, guys? <laughs> well, well, your spot was being replaced by some oddly Jewish <laughs> representation of... Uh, is it Fauci Dr. again? Fauci. Yes. That asshole has been talking for me for a year. I keep telling him to stop. <laughs> Dan, um, tell us what uh, your experience was like the first, like, First quarter, I guess, of 2020, leading up to June, starting our show with, with mm. everything that went on, everything that we just talked about. I don't have to recap what we just talked about. Um, that was back yeah. when Dan was still allowed to operate freely on Facebook. That's <laughs> that right. True. Well, that went away around January 6th, but uh, I could throw out some buzzwords and see if we can get you kicked off of YouTube and Facebook, too. If well, you want. that was when you still back in 2020, you were still allowed to keep posts up about like 9-11 and yeah um all those Little sorts bit. of things and you're in your black your painted white face with the word black written across it so <laughs> things have changed in the last 12 months for you that's for damn sure but that didn't really kick off too much until about the election time and then into january 6th so before all that like march april may time frame Give us a recap of what was going through your head during all this, like, COVID kickoff, the George Floyd kickoff, Black Lives Matter stuff. Um, The COVID kickoff, I was skeptical, of course. I thought it was going to be another Ebola or another swine flu or bird flu or this or that pandemic or anthrax or you name it. Boy, it seems like one comes around every single election cycle, so I thought it was the same, and I'm not convinced that it wasn't. But, uh, yeah, I... I was skeptical, but we were we were like cautious and everything. We were paying attention to the news closely, and we we scrubbed our vegetables for a month or so, and then we were like, "Yeah, this is uh, this is yeah, this is kind of bullshit." <sighs> um, as far as like work and stuff, twenty twenty was great for me, but um, I it was just because the the wedding season stuff kind of cleared out, and I was able to focus more time on some of the political stuff and get involved in that and uh, have some fun doing it. But uh, do you mean like what? What exactly are you looking for here? Because there's so many different directions that this question could. Just, I mean, go. we we talked about like the buildup of like you had. It was announced that this weird pneumonia thing in January. This weird pneumonia thing broke out in Wuhan, and then shortly later, Wuhan was put under uh, their own quarantine, and then. A few mu- about a month later, it came to the soil here, and then there was the lockdowns, and then the stimulus bills, and then that led up to where we are starting our show here, where we actually recorded an episode about COVID. 
COVID, and then we had to scratch yeah. it because George Floyd kicked off that weekend that we were supposed to release our show. That so. attention hog. Yeah, right. So, we, Thanks, Floyd of fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> so just just all the stuff leading up to it, like Gary talked about, he knew immediately this was going to, going to be the money grab that it, it ended up being. And um, Remzo talked about um, how he was, it seemed like, Everyone was kind of in a transitional period at that time between all of us. I don't know about you, Dan, but between the three of us, we were all kind of already in sort of a transitional time because Gary said he was still in California at the time when this stuff kicked off. And now he's living in his not-so-simple glamorous mansion, as we we mentioned some commenter after. Bro, I'm in freaking Wisconsin. You tell me I was going to be here like a year ago. I thought you were on track or something. Yep. So were you in it? It was 48 degrees when I moved in last Thursday. <laughs> it was a cold one on Thursday. God. Yeah, welcome, welcome to, to the Midwest, the Midwest just, Remzo. Just wait, Remzo. It gets a lot warmer than that. Sure. Yeah. You wait. <laughs> It'll be a good time. So you ever you ever see minus forty? You will. <laughs> Don't speak that evil, Gary Collins. Don't speak that evil. Dan, you talked about how this this just transitioned you. This this event or these events actually forced you into a transition, going from like the wedding videos into the political stuff, because um, kind of that that one side of your life got put on hold. So it actually freed up time for you and made made actually made life more convenient for you. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite serendipitous. I just happened to. It was like the last thing that we went to right before the lockdowns and all that shit was the Illinois LP convention. And I met up with some people. I did some interviews and I met up with Furman Supreme, regardless of what you think of his politics. He's a fun guy to work with. I'll tell you that much. Um, Met up with him there just randomly and got to chatting with him. And then I... Uh, made a video out of that, and that spun into me working on his campaign, and then that spun into me working on Spike's campaign and Joe's campaign, and now working with the Mises Caucus and all that. So it's been a weird spiral of uh, stuff that came out of, I mean, it wasn't directly because of the lockdowns, but it worked out perfectly because it was the last thing I went to before the lockdowns that I got this snowball rolling without realizing what I was doing. And then with because of the lockdowns, it made it... Uh, so I had more free time to devote to that and move more in that direction. So it was, it was great. It was yeah, great. Yeah. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> Didn't you lose some weight too? Didn't you get in shape? Didn't I lost you... sixty pounds during COVID. So you lost so, a child. Yes. Well, today that's a newborn. Newborns come out about sixty pounds. <laughs> I mean, I, I lost a child, but that's just that's a different thing. I also lost weight, Gary. Thank you for bringing it up. Wow, this got dark real fast. <laughs> This guy, this coming from the guy who used to go on Dan's um, Would You Rather and always ended up talking about dead babies and choosing true, dead, dead babies over everything else. Remzo loves killing orphans. <laughs> orphans aren't people. <laughs> oh, God. So oh, that should get this band. I think that should do it. Oh, what? That's the line. That's the boundary. <laughs> That's it right there. I mean, honestly, re- realistically, that that, sh- that, sh- that should be more offensive than half the things that get people banned these days. So, right. you know, where but, is the line? The lines looking are, for it. Lines are so blurred. <laughs> who who even freaking knows? Because there are so many times we're like. This is going to be the one that gets us canceled, and then no, nothing happens, and then you 
And then they dig back three years and find some benign (laughs) comment that you made and cancel you for that instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the way it goes. So that moves us into June when we kick this thing off, which happened to be happens to be the anniversary of. Well, what about you, Craig? Where was your mindset? Well, again, like when we kicked this thing off, um, it all kind of sparked around the whole new normal thing. Right. Um, Us, us just kind of pissed off that people were just so willingly giving up all their rights just for like government safety. Well, Dr. Fauci said so. That's when the whole trust the science thing started coming up. That's when stimulus checks started coming out. And we were just like, you know, I don't agree with this because and that's when I came up with that thing that they're coming up with these really bad standards where they're taking all our rights away. So then when they do give it back, they're not going to give us back all our rights. So that's how they take some of our rights away. They just take them all away from us. And then they give some back and we're like, oh, thank you, government, for giving our rights back. And we don't even realize that they they got us right where they want us with less rights than we had to begin with. So that's what led us into starting this whole thing. Right. And then it just spiraled with all the other stuff that happened after it, with the George Floyd, with the elections, with well, and there was, a, there was an uptick of people who spoke out against the narrative that were getting, you know, kicked off YouTube, getting kicked off Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, the character assassinated anybody that went Holy against shit, the narrative. Bill is here. Yeah, yeah, Bill. Oh wow, what? hi, Bill. Well, I, I, I was making a joke when he talked yeah. the first time. <laughs> My gosh. Hey guys, I I gotta run, but you know, th- thanks for having me on. Congrats on doing one year strong. I'm looking forward to coming down and doing a live reporting for the Christmas special this year. Rems is like, there's another, there's another dark skinned brother in, in the group. To be the <laughs> there you go. So uh, there you I can go. bail now. Remzo, can, you yeah. just, there can only be there one. Can only be one. Rem, Remzo, <laughs> I don't know where that information leaked from, but you just saved me from having that conversation of asking you to come down for this year's Christmas extravaganza. So, Awesome. I haven't gotten the invite, but cool. No one wants you, Dan. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Happy one year birthday of the show. Looking forward to many more to come. Talk to you later. Thanks, Thanks again, Remzo. That is Remzo Martinez of the On the Run podcast. Remzo is one of the ones that actually helped really helped us in the beginning get our feet on the ground. He's got us some of our biggest guests and he's gonna go not go away because he wants to hear me talk all this fun stuff about him um he's actually the one that introduced us to gary and he's got us a couple other interviews on here too he's the one that got us into some of our social media um chat groups where we've um connected with a lot of really cool people so um remzo's our little mexican matchmaker (laughs) he is he is so i i always love having remzo on and um we owe a lot to Remzo, yeah. um, not to kiss his ass too much because um, he has a really big head already. Please keep going. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> thanks again for coming on, Remzo, and thanks for all your support throughout the last 12 months that you've um, given us as a show. Cheers, guys. Yep, Cheers, see you later. Bye. Yeah, bye. So, hey, Mark Claire's texting me. He said he's going to try to hop on for a bit. <laughs> good, good. I... I I've been trying to get him on. And when when we came on today, we're like, tentatively, we have and had planned to have former guests on. But all of them have in some way been like, well, if something does, if this, like, like Gary was like, well, if too many people aren't watching cat videos, I'll, I'll be able to jump on. And you were like, I'll see what I can do. I got a baseball game. And I said, no, bitch, you're coming on. And I actually, yeah. I think I called you a bitch last week. 
and told you to come on. You're talking um, to me? Yeah. And you call me a bitch every week. What are you talking about? That's, that's true. Um, we had John Odermatt. Those aren't allowed. Those are not allowed. What's not allowed? <laughs> Dude, we have not a we actually we actually have a story if you want a side tangent about baseball and masks, little it, league. It is my birthday party and Bill's birthday party. We can go off the rails as much as we yeah, want. We don't so, we don't have a uh, a set course. Side story, baseball and masks because I love baseball and I hate masks. Go. I hate both, but I love my children. <laughs> um, so all the ones that are still living, Gary. Thank you for bringing that up. By the way. Um, sore spot. Uh, they so my kids are doing little league and all that. They they've done it for years and they didn't have it last year for obvious reasons. But they finally had it back. And in the rules, it was like, oh, the kids have to wear masks when they're in the dugout. Even with all the the lightening up of masks in Illinois and all that, and uh, evil Lord Pritzker calming down a bit. They, they had it in there, and we knew that they wouldn't actually enforce it. Right. Like, who's going to, on a sweaty 95-degree day, be like, oh, make sure you get your masks on for health, kids, while you're in the dugout. <laughs> right. Um, and so me and Kayla, mostly Kayla, I'm giving her all the credit because it is all her. I, I just gave her talking points because mm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bitch, like you said. Yeah, Um. But true. uh yeah, she knows all the people like around town and stuff. And she asked them, like, are you actually going to enforce this? And they're like, oh, we've, we've got the, you know, fi financial bullshit. Like, we have to adhere to this and that because uh, of blah, blah, blah. Basically, what it came down to, and it, it was pretty obvious, we have to say that we're requiring it so that we don't get screwed over by the government. Mm. But we actually don't care. Um, of course, they couldn't say that out loud, but she did go and, uh, you know, pitch a little a little bit of a fit. Not like not like heated or anything, but she took the effort, took the time to go down and talk to them at their their meeting and actually find get an answer from them. And they were still like, oh, well, he can like he can sit on a bucket outside the dugout. <laughs> oh, God. If he has, wow. like, medical exemption or something. It's like, oh, so you're going to. You're going to discriminate against the person, like who is has rational parents instead of the, the sheep parents that are here, and uh, not to mention, we're like five games into it now. Not a single kid has worn a mask once. But uh, these are they just, all sitting out on buckets? None of them are sitting out on buckets, yeah, actually. <laughs> but yeah, she 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 prep pressed them on it and she's like are you really going to make him sit outside of the dugout on a bucket if he has a medical exemption um which the medical exemption is fuck you but um mm. he uh i like that exemption they i don't know they, they obviously were never going to enforce it but it just drives me insane that all these even like local businesses and stuff it's like don't if you do not require it if you're allowing yeah. people to come in without them then you're not requiring it requiring it if you're not requiring it then take the fucking sign down that right. says that we are requiring it because you're full of shit and uh you're pussies yeah that's all it is it's just bitching out and caving to the quote-unquote masses i guess mm. that are and that's kind of how we've seen throughout this here in iowa is because they haven't had the strictest laws here but you will get businesses that will put the right. sign up there's a gas station local gas station here that always has had a sign up but they've never enforced it for the customers. Right. They will enforce yeah. it for their employees, but not for the customers. You see them come in. You you just walk in an employee. They I think they actually told their employees that they can't tell them to right. put a mask on, that not to tell them. It's like, so why do you yeah. put the fucking sign up then? Right. Well, and they've had customers complain like, hey, that person's not wearing a mask. And they're like, sorry, I can't do anything about that. 
Yeah, because we know somebody it's required, but we're just not going to, you know, yeah, require it. We know somebody that, that, though. that works at the gas station, and she said that a customer early on before masks were a requirement by the, the gas station, a customer came up without a mask on. It was bitching that the employees weren't wearing masks. Mm. Yeah. There's zero, like common sense completely went out the window. Whatever was left of common sense. Yeah, that's one thing gone. that happened in 2020 is common sense, the little bit that was left went completely out mm. the window. So that that leads me to ask you, the two of you, what is the most bizarre thing that you saw coming out of COVID in your area, or like person, like a per crazy person, or crazy policies, or anything like that? What is one thing that sticks out to both of you from COVID that was just like, that's just so fucking far left or far left field of where normal <laughs> rationale just completely goes out the window. Gary, I'll start with you. You haven't talked in a while. There's so many to pick from. I mean, <laughs> one of my favorites, even though it's a little off, not related, but is that I, I saw people, I had to go into Spokane because Washington and Idaho are very different mm -hmm. in their politics, but I live in Northeast Washington, which is not like the rest of West Washington. They're very, very different, very different. Mm -hmm. um, people still driving around with a mask on. I want to weld their door shut put flotation devices under their cars in a sail and ship them straight to Cuba and just say, you're home, go home. Yeah. I mean, if you're that ignorant today to be driving around with a fucking mask on, you are a goddamn idiot, right? I can't yep. put it any other way. You are one of the stupidest human beings on the planet. I don't understand that where you would think that well, I got to wear a mask. I might get, I might get COVID yeah. you're in your car, you know, right. and it's, I, and I think the biggest play now is that we're not going to force you to get the vaccine, but you're not going to be able to do any of the things you enjoy. Right. Unless right. you, it's like, oh, but you're not forcing me. Okay, guys, I'm really as stupid as you. Right. I mean, I, I worked right. with these guys. Fauci was in the government when I was in the government. Trust yep. me. I've been around these people. They are morons. Yeah. They truly are morons. They're not very bright. Um, and Fauci's bought and paid for. Anyone yeah. who thinks that moron is not bought and paid for isn't paying attention. Well, yeah. That yeah. guy, yeah. It's coming out more now. Like, I think more and more people are seeing it with, with. Um, I mean, he he is unraveling at the core. Like, the, the stuff he was involved with four or five mm -hmm. years ago with... Um, things he said in 2012 yeah with the with the wuhan project and things like that and how he's flipped on his well now he's not sure if about natural origins and how he flipped on his mask thing it's just like he's just wherever the money is that's where dr fauci is and how this this asshole got <laughs> elevated to this most prestigious position yeah. of telling us what we can and can't do in the first place is just beyond belief to me yeah. Uh, before I remember a, a clip early on where Fauci was like, no, we got to make sure this isn't political. We got to keep politics out of this. because right. Politics has no place in science. It's like, <laughs> yeah. OK, but right. Like, that from the guy whose job is to make scientific decisions based on politics. Clearly. Right. I, I mean, clearly at this point, I have to be really well, there's no science in science. I mean, let's oh. be honest. Yes, yeah. that's true. I have tried to invite. I have lost count how many scientists on my show and I, they will not come on and it's a simple life. I mean, is there politics? I, I don't, it's not a political show. 
but they will, they, as soon as they realize that I'm a guy who lives off grid and actually know, you know, has a gun instantly. <laughs> I am, a, I'm a supreme racist <laughs> and I go out and smash babies heads and shoot black people all day. That's all I do. Obviously. obviously. Somebody's going to clip and that. I, Somebody's going to clip that. <laughs> yep. But, if not, I will. If you don't agree with them, you're instantly a racist. No, I mean true. that is the answer to everything. Yeah. I I laughed. I I put out a tweet, and I'll I'll put them out. And I know when they're getting filtered. I know right away. And mm-hmm. I put one out just uh right before the show, and I said, well, it's very interesting because uh, Biden said that uh, you know the biggest thing his speech again. The biggest threat to the U.S. is white supremacists, right? Mm, right. And I'm laughing. I live in supposedly white supremacist nation, right? Right next to West nor- Northwest Idaho, right? right? First of all, you don't right. see them. There's not very many of them, first They're of all. They're very sneaky. Second, <laughs> they, they tend to stay where they're at. They don't venture out too often. They want to be left alone and all that. And I, I, I laughed. I said, well, for me being categorized technically as a white supremacist and racist and privileged, you know, white guy, all, all these people seem to want to be moving near me right now. Interestingly enough, <laughs> we're getting pounded. This whole area is getting pounded. Everyone is moving in from mm-hmm. all over the place. And I go, if I'm such a racist, why do all these people want to live in my town in my area. I'm a little confused. Can you answer me this? Uh, you know, Mr. Biden in between oatmeal pudding and nappy time. Let me know how this works. Yes. Um, I, before we move on, I got to be unprofessional and tell you my, um, zoom link is about to end because I haven't paid to upgrade to beyond an hour. So I'm going to have to send you guys a new link. So if you guys can bear with me for a couple minutes, I'll send you that new link and we'll get back into this. I, we'll see. We'll see who comes back. All right. Gary, are you up for for a little bit more conversation? Sure. Sure. All right. Give me like two minutes to send you the new link. I'll I'll shoot that out to both of you, and um, we'll get back into this thing. So noob. Uh, uh, you say nope or noob? Noob. Um, well, yeah, that's true. No, I'm just cheap. I'm a cheap bastard. I don't want to pay for Zoom. You are a cheap bastard. Fourteen ninety nine a month. Come on. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. I'll Most get there. One DVD yeah, per month. And that's a discount <laughs> DVD. Who buys DVDs anymore in the first place? Somebody does. All right. Um, Walmart. I'll send you that Go link. We'll, we'll be right back in just, we'll, we'll get you back on here in just a second. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. All right. Go away. Oh, I'm supposed to leave? <laughs> I'm making leave. So while we get that new Zoom link in, Bill, I had a little treat for you. Yeah. Um, this being our very first ever, our our one year anniversary, I I wanted to play just a little bit of our very first episode, so oh. we can get a feeling of, um, what it, that what that was like. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. is this our our actual very first, or is this the the one that we broadcasted? Uh, this was the one first one we broadcasted. Okay. So, okay. So just get a feel, maybe see how far <clears throat> how far we come. I'm not going to play a lot of it, but that'll give me time to um, send out this this invite to them while while we take a look and see if we've improved at all or if we're just as shitty as we were right. before. So so here is a clip from our first episode ever that was released. Uh, like I said, we recorded it probably four or five days ago, 
had all the kinks worked out, were ready to release. And then this shitstorm happened. And if you're not really fully aware, we're going to get into it. But this whole ordeal with um, the George Floyd murder uh, by the Minneapolis police officer. And so I think it was Friday. I think that all that all happened, what, on Memorial Day? It did, yeah. yeah. Which was like Monday. And it's funny that you, you say this shitstorm happened because we're, we're getting ready to talk about a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were definitely so, talking about a pandemic. We, we pandemic. went from like DEFCOM 4 to DEFCOM 4 and a half. <laughs> exactly. Just right like that. Um, so it didn't really hit our radar until maybe Thursday. I mean, we had heard about it. Right. But then the writing and the looting and stuff started. And then I think it was Friday, I was messaging you and I was just sitting there and, and at work thinking, I was like, shit, we got to redo this. And you're like, yep, I think we do. As a current event podcast, yeah. I think we wouldn't be doing our due diligence if we decided to release an episode right now that did not talk at all about America burning. Right. Yeah, absolutely. literally burning. Yeah, um, I do want to read something before we really get into it. So this is, tell me if you know this author, um, if you can recognize it based on what I'm going to read here. Okay, so this says, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. So, you you recognize that? Does that sound I think familiar? I've heard to it somewhere you? before. Heard that somewhere. Yeah, was it Dr. Seuss? Uh, <laughs> close. This okay. was um, the second paragraph, starting out the second paragraph of. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's almost painful to watch. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, I, I feel like we are still on track there. I feel like we, we are good for our first episode, but you could tell yeah. the nerves. Right. I still talked way more than you did, <laughs> probably right. more so than you were still getting your your, right. your bearings there as a being the only, the second podcast you had ever right. um, recorded, the one having never been released until like, what did we release like six months later? We're like, hey, everybody, yeah. this was the what you missed out when we didn't release this episode. Yeah. And like you said, we talked so fast, yeah. you know, at first, or we couldn't find stuff. And then we got to the point where we realized we had these like, these, these certain phrases we would say when we're we trying to do. gain our threat. Oh, I know. But I, I don't think we're as bad as it. Like... I'm probably I'll probably say it a lot now that I remember when we were going to start the drinking game because I always said <laughs> you know right right Gary you're back we got you back in let's see if we can uh, get my brother back in we just played while we were sending off the links to you and my brother to get you back in we just played a clip from our very first episode that we released just to make fun of ourselves and talk shit about ourselves because. Um, you could you could sense the nerves. I could hear almost the shaking in my voice and like um, trying to make things perfect. And um, we we come to the realization now that we're not going to be perfect, and we're okay with that. Yes. No, man. It, podcasts are hard. It takes a while to do them. I mean, get, getting to episode one hundred. Mm -hmm. What is it? most podcasts ever get to episode seven? 
something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what we had talked about in the intro. It's like, hey, we made it a whole year, and uh, the average podcaster a falls year. off. Yeah, the average podcaster falls off at seven episodes, which I, I don't know the exact number of total episodes. I know because um, I number them by because we have a main episode and a weekend episode, and I number them separately. So we've done this is 53 main episodes that we've done, and then we've done like 27 weekend episodes. So not quite 100, but we're more definitely than seven. more than seven for sure. Yes. Dan, I was telling Gary, we just, while we were um, getting you guys back in, um, I played a clip from our very first episode just to see how awful it was. And um, I mean, it was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> it really was. It really was. And I don't think in that four minute clip I played, I don't think Bill said three words in it. I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all right. We, we come to the understanding that we're not going to be professionals at this and we still suck at it because our zoom feed cuts out because we didn't pay the 1499 a month <laughs> and here we are a year later still trying to work those kinks out yeah so where well, do where do we leave off oh i would highly recommend 1499 okay <laughs> I, I did that it is worth years it ago. It's well worth it. And I didn't even have a podcast. Me and a friend buddy were doing one <laughs> just for fun years ago. And it was such a pain in the ass that he'd have to watch the clock. And I finally said, hey, I'll just pay the $14.99. I'll just pay it for us. And uh, I've kept paying it because we're using my account ever since. And, mm. and as Dan knows, my podcasts tend to go over an hour. So I kind of had, no, had no choice. Oh, ours go like two hours. So we usually have to, if we have a guest on for both hours, we usually have to re reshoot that yeah, link but we out. usually have our break in between so it's like yeah and we we've we've had the pleasure of having understanding guests that aren't like wow this guy is so unprofessional i'm never working with this guy so again, i'm so. the first um i don't care about your opinion honestly <laughs> so <laughs> so there's that you know it is a pretty it's a pretty good and sneaky way to kick somebody out of a call to be like oh we're gonna send out a new link and then send it to everybody <laughs> but him. Like, i was waiting around and i was like huh all right. So, I don't think he's going to send this be. one. <laughs> yeah. So, Dan, I think we left off with you. Uh, most bizarre thing that you saw out of all of this that just made you realize or just affirmed your opinion that we're, we've totally lost our rockers in all of this. Just the naivety of all of it. Just the willingness to, no matter how much the story shifts from day to day or hour to hour, like complete polar shifting, especially like, CNN like clamoring right now as Dr. Fauci says, oh, it might have come out of a lab and you don't have to wear a mask and stuff. And they're like, ah, shit, we got to throw out like these 53 pages of script. We're doing rewrites here. <laughs> like just the everybody in not not that that's not unexpected. What's bizarre to me is everybody. The, the fact that nobody is like willing, a, willing or able to see that happening mm -hmm, in right. real time like for like conspiracy minded crazy people like myself i'm like well yeah obviously they're they're kind of freaking out but everybody else is just like oh i guess the science changed yeah oh, based right. on what oh because the science changed because yeah, the scientists what, what told happened us with the numbers oh the science yeah look at the oh, science yeah, yeah you look I, at the science motherfucker you're the one telling me to do shit <laughs> 
I've had people tell me that. Well, well, you know, science is uncertain, and and sometimes it shifts different ways, and you just got to go with it. And I'm like, I understand. What are you talking about? I understand that science can be uncertain, and things can shift as we learn more. But the the level of certainty that they came yeah. out with a year ago, <clears throat> saying no, this is exactly it here. This yeah. is exactly this, and um, you got to follow this because the science said so. Yeah. There was no like, well, we're learning this as we go. Yeah. It was. This is what it is, and then a right. year later, it's like, yeah. well, that's not no, what it was. And I, and I think that was the big pivot point for me was, you know, they tell you, you know, don't go to church, kids can't go to school, don't have birthday parties, don't have funerals. But then all of a sudden, the George Floyd thing, and it, it was suddenly okay to protest, it was okay to riot, <laughs> it was okay right, to too. go to George Floyd's funeral. And I mean, not have to quarantine because... Yeah, not right. grandma's funeral, only George Floyd's well, Exactly. It was funny to me because I understand, I can almost justify them saying, hey, we'll let people go to this, but then to come back... And them say, well, you don't also you don't have to quarantine this 14 days. So then yeah. the science is fucking out the window. Then yeah. it was the same thing with um, what's his I name? I don't understand. Fires help fight the virus. Yeah. Right. Lighting <laughs> other people's shit on fire helps. Get that vitamin I, D I admit, from, yes. from the fire glow. It stops it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on the same note, uh, you had Gavin Newsom back then. Um, shut down his entire freaking thing, uh, state for months on end. I mean, the the suicide rate had to have been through the roof. Oh, yeah. But then to go out to a dinner party and then re- come back and be like, "I'm sorry, there was, it was a bad judgment call." And it's just like if you actually believed the shit that you were saying that it is as dangerous and as deadly as you are saying, you wouldn't have had that bad judgment call. It wouldn't yeah. have been like. I'm sorry that I, that that looked bad because he said something about the optics right, of it. Right, right. And it's just like it's not the optics of it, dude. If you believe the shit you're saying, you just put your fucking life at risk. Right. And it it was that. I mean, it was. Be- and you're long- not legally allowed to. I thought. And <laughs> yeah. it's not just Newsom. It's uh, Gritch and Whitmer. It, it's yeah. like all of them have yeah. at least one thing Cuomo. they did. Yeah, Cuomo too. Uh, but Gritch and Whitmer was like, oh, I was just going to attend a funeral. It's like, but. You didn't let us do that. Right. You said it would risk our lives. So yeah. you put your own life at risk and now you're only either you're a liar is... or you're a monster. Take yeah. your pick. Or both. So it's both. Yeah. It, yeah. It's <laughs> absolutely both. Um, and uh, like we can. Well, think of it this way, too, though. Not only that, but they kept moving the goalposts. Right. Mm, so yeah. if you get vaccinated, we'll allow you to go back to normal. Oh, right. you're vaccinated. No, you still need to wear a mask. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe yeah. now that you're vaccinated and you have masks. Oh, now you're going to have to get the booster. Yeah. And it just right. keeps every going year and going and going. Yeah. And oh, people, maybe you won't have to wear masks outside. They just sit there and go. They just sit there. And, mm? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, give me more. Please right. give me more. Oh, I get $1,200. Ooh, and I went out and bought an $80,000 Mercedes I can't afford. <laughs> oh, I'm not going back to work. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, I ain't going back to yeah. work. No way in the world. Yeah. Right now, you can go work at a gas station and make 120 grand a year. Shit, man, I'm about ready to quit my no shit. simple life. Screw that. I'm going I'm to go get a job in the car wash. I make 800 grand a year. Mm-hmm. Shit. Or better yet, you know? just sit at home and do nothing, and you'll make uh, almost the same amount. Yeah. Like 400 then I make 400, you know, oh, okay. it depends. Yeah. It's, it's insanity in that people don't understand. And like me and Dan, were talking about in his podcast, the system you know, is down at tsidpod.com. Or when I just kind of lost it a little bit, but it's funny that people don't quite understand these people who are complaining. It's the same guy who says I live in a mansion. 
it's a 900 square foot house jackass and i built most of it myself um it's a hell of a man privilege right there it's white privilege all the privilege and uh but that's the same guy who's sitting at home right now making 40 grand a year because he never made over you know 25 grand a year because he couldn't show up half the time to his job because he's too hung over but now he's gonna say well i'm gonna stay home because i'm making 40 grand and then the person who's making 40 grand who's smart enough to go out there and take the 30 grand is going to be his boss and then he's really going to be bitching because i'm going to tell you if i was his boss oh boy you're in for a world of hurt i'm going to wreck you mm-hmm. every single day of your life until you quit i will i'll make your life so miserable <laughs> and i don't think these people understand that that you're going back your into family down i will yeah, find well, you and all- i will fire your ass <laughs> well, <laughs> I have they're a very not, particular they- set of skills <laughs> know it's a weird it's a weird market and everything seems upside down if you're willing to do the work right now you will literally catapult far further than you ever could yeah. in the next 12 months if you take advantage of these opportunities and i don't think a lot of people are catching on to that that hey this is an opportunity right now you can make a lot of money with very little skills if i was in college right now uh, you know, not making my four seventy five an hour, whatever I made, I would be rich. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, making the wages that are out there now, college is a breeze. I mean, I don't even have to work full time. Shit, I had to work 30, 40 hours a week to get through college because I didn't have the money. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Yeah. If you look at this as an opportunity, I think you'll come out all right. The people who aren't, I don't even know what to say. Well, I they're mean, the people. What, what do you do? They're the people that have, for the last year, been um, eased into this, milking off the government teat for a year now. It's just like, and they're the same ones bitching, well, if they paid more, more people would go back to work. But like you said, wages are going up. Yes, the yeah. minimum wage, ha- federal minimum wage has not gone up. But we're seeing gas stations advertising $14, $15 yeah. an hour here. I mean, that's a lot here. Yeah. I mean, shit, they get much more and we're going to just go work at the gas stations <laughs> right? too. Um, but I, I, I don't want to just talk about COVID this whole episode because uh, there was so much more that, that we had um, covered. Did and anything else happened this year though? Um, <laughs> so much did because I went back and looked at every single episode to see what all we talked about and wrote down some points of things that we talked about. And a lot of shit happened besides COVID. Um Again, this whole podcast kicked off the week of George Floyd and the week that the Black Lives Matter, which yeah. kind of lied dormant since the whole St. Louis, uh, who was that? Ferguson. Uh, yeah, the Ferguson shooting. You hadn't really heard much about him in a couple of years. And the George Floyd thing kicked off. And that just sparked another section of the tinderbox that became this country. Um uh, you guys want to talk a little bit about that and how where that's come because we're starting to see Black Lives Matter okay. unravel because like uh, that Kulos chick that um, supposedly didn't take any money from it, but she's I mean we talk about Gary living in his mansion. She went out and bought like four freaking mansions and then stepped down because her work is now done. And then we have people that were on the inside, like one of the founders of the St. Paul, Paul chapter stepped down because he saw the inner works of it. And he was like, these people don't support black families. They don't support edu- like building mm-hmm. the education. They don't here. even support the families of the people who died say, that they're, they're saying they're raising money for. Like yeah. Breonna Taylor's mom came out and said, these people are frauds. They're not sending. I haven't seen a dime of this money that they say they're raising for my family. 
So, so both of you talk a little bit about the the protests, um, the, the early days of Antifa, um, the the whole Black Lives Matter burning down their their <laughs> the communities, like people coming from like um, these middle class communities to the 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 slums just to burn them down and go back to their cushy lives. Talk a little bit about that. Um, what was your opinions of that back then? Did you support any of this when it kicked off? Because when it first kicked off, we were like, yeah, protest. If this is actually, if like I, our very first episode, we're like, they should be pissed. If, yeah. if this is what they're saying it is, they have every right to be pissed. And yes, if the government is not working in your favor, make some noise about it. That's fine. But then it quickly spiraled from there as as most things in this country did so what was your opinion uh, right when the george floyd thing happened gary was you for well, the protest law enforcement officer we did an episode on it we did a a fairly long episode cuz remember uh, the guy at wendy's got killed not too right. far after That's that right. if i remember right and that was a 100% justified shooting that was uh, uh, that was a use of force escalation model that would be taught i mean it was by the textbook and that just went completely spiraling out of control a lot of disinformation misinformation they spread it every which way they could but with floyd it was pretty the problem with that one is they cut out a lot of the pre which i didn't get to see till later of how combative he was because me and a, a former cop we were doing it and we were talking you know the rule is when you're in a situation like that, you get the guy in the car. Mm -hmm. Don't fuck around. You get jam his ass in the car. Get out of there as fast as you possibly can. And it just, when you watch the pre and they tried and he was, he was super combative and he's a big, people understand that dude's a, was a big, big dude. I mean, he was big mm -hmm. and you, you couldn't really manhandle him too much. And they tried and he was so whacked out of his mind. But with that, I said the same thing. If you're going to sit on a guy's neck for nine and a half minutes, that's a problem. Right. You know, I've had my neck. We had to train and have that do done to us. I've been in handcuffs more than probably any felon out there. I know how it hurts. I know, you know you, you, how you can't breathe yeah. in certain situations. But the first rule is if you're talking, you're breathing. Right, right. So it's kind of basics, right? And that's what they teach us. They go, if that individual is talking to you, they can breathe. Mm -hmm. Now, may you be cutting off their breath? Yes, but they're breathing at that moment. And with that, I just, I thought it was justified in the sense that, hey, I'm all for protesting. I'm all for it. Peaceful right. protesting, fine. Go out there, get your message out there, but then you take your ass home and go do something about it. And that doesn't mean burn yeah. down other people's buildings and kill people and, and do a ton of damage and riot. That's not what this is about. Once you cross that line with me, your movement's done. Yeah. It's done, period. I don't want to hear from you. You're a criminal. That's all you are. That's what you've become now. You're not, and, and it, it's funny how they were, they were a devout socialist and anti-capitalist. God damn, do they like money and mansions. <laughs> no wow. shit. It's amazing how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because they, they really did create like this perfect storm because I know the guy in Wendy's, he's one of the guys that was released because they released a bunch of people from jail because of COVID, because they were afraid of the overcrowding. They didn't want the virus to spread throughout the jail. And he's one of those guys that was released. And I know there was, I think the guy with the knife, um, do you remember he got shot? Uh, he had a knife. He was at his uh, girlfriend's house 
and I can't yeah. keep track of yeah. him anymore. So he's another one that he was out. He was released early because they're afraid of COVID put protocols, and so you know they so they really did create this this nice little shitstorm mm-hmm. that just kind of blew up. Ted Bundy missed his window. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey Ted, just go ahead. You only so, got thirty the first round. Go out and uh, go out and triple that. So many yeah, Gary clips from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just I agree with you in the insanity of everything that's happened, and everything now is a bad shoot. And now let's defund the police. Always a bad idea. That's right. never a good idea. Yeah. And the fact that they do that, but they they're not the ones who are going to pay the price. The right. politicians who are actually defunding the police. They're not the ones who are going to get murdered, raped, right. pillaged, you know, yeah. and have complete, absolute chaos in their neighborhood. Right. You know, if any, they beef up their security. Amazing yeah. how that as works. Soon as, as soon as the riots come to their neighborhood, it seems like they change their tune really quickly, right. mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit, yeah, where are the police? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I think... don't remember who it was, but they, there were, like, riots going on there. She was like, oh, yes, it's love in the streets and yada, yada, and then... They yeah. show up at her front door one day, and it's like, lock it down. Yeah. I think that was chest. Chicago, wasn't yeah. it? No, it was the Oregon chick. Because oh, yeah, there was that. Summer yeah, of Love. Was Oregon. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the Summer of Love. But the, the Chicago mayor, yeah, like, she's another one. when they went to her street, she's like, what, what's everybody doing? I'm on your side. It's yeah. just like, n- nobody's right. buying it. And when it comes Little to your... did you know, nobody cares. Well, didn't it the, the Minneapolis um, City Council or whatever that were talking about defunding the police, didn't they go and hire their own private like, yeah, security team right. or something like yeah. that after? It was it was such hypocrisy and, they, and bullshit. they told people, yeah, you've got to basically fend for yourself out there. I had just seen a, a report that a bunch of small businesses have been closing in like California because of all the, the shoplifting and everything. Because and Go you know, figure. They're, the police force is way down. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and then at the same time, um, you have our politicians, our soon-to-be politicians, or the ones that were running, um, trying to glom onto this. You had Biden, who was out there saying, "If if uh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." And then you got the the savior of the African American population, Kamala Harris, was uh, uh, announced the VP candidate, and she was a cops cop by her own words. So it, it, just the hypocrisy just went crazy. And Dan, me, we did an episode about Kamala Harris and how much she was a monster j- with you um, about yeah. that time frame. Yeah. Um, Dan, you didn't really give your take on this whole writing thing at, at the beginning. I, I, I think we've talked to you about I it. Mean, but it, it's pretty much the same. Like when it first started, it's like that looks really bad. And it is bad. It's it's tragic. No matter how you spin it, no matter whose fault it was, it's tragic. But uh, it was like the clip that was floating around was bad enough. I recorded an episode about it and raving about it. Like, yeah, maybe it is time to burn down a cop shop. If if the cops are corrupt, you know, direct your, your focus at your attacker. I'm, I'm not encouraging violence. I'm just saying sometimes it is justified. But uh, as, as things came out, like I, I can still debate whether or not the dude killed the dude, like murdered the dude. But mm. um the the fact that all of this sparked out of the George Floyd thing, like even if you think that Derek Chauvin straight murdered George Floyd in cold blood, when in the trial was it brought up that this was a racist thing? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and if it wasn't, then all where this did all, all this come from? 
all of this is about race. All, black Lives Matter is about cops killing black people because they're racists. And if you can't show me the evidence that Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd, not only murdered him, but murdered him because he was black, then the entire year of anger has been completely unfounded. Right. Um, not 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 completely unfounded, I should say. Um, completely stirred up and uh, misdirected um, because... You know, the, who's suffering? It's not the, the the evil powers in Washington or the evil police or anything like those people aren't the ones that are suffering. It's you and your neighbors that are suffering. You're destroying towns and destroying livelihoods and your ability to make a living in black communities. It's mm -hmm. uh, in the, the fact that the media spins it into if you disagree with this, then you are a racist. It's like, well, I think if you agree with somebody burning down a black business, you might be a racist. Right. That might just be me. Then, as, as I started to say, that the politics got into it, which made it even worse because you had candidate Joe Biden, the head of the fucking Democrat Party, which who who the fuck knows how he got there, um, coming out and saying on Charlemagne, literally God, just like a head on a stake that they're holding up and puppeting <laughs> and saying. Yes. This is what we believe now. Yes, but he's the one that said on Charlemagne the God, and he didn't even ask. He just basically asked like. Are like, what do you have to say? And he's like, well, if uh, uh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't really black. Come on, man. Come on, man. You ain't really black. And then you had VP Harris, who, how the hell did she get there when she was like the lowest ranking, um, member of the party? She checked the right boxes. But then on the the flip side, you had Trump that was calling for law and order. That was his big mantra: right. law and order. Um. We we were concerned right. because people were like martial law, martial yeah. law, martial law. Um, one one of the radio hosts, talk radio hosts, I used to listen to all the time was uh, Michael Savage, and then he starts coming out on Twitter and just posting law and order or martial law, and I'm just like, I can't support you anymore because I cannot support the concept of martial law in any way, shape, or form because people don't understand what this leads to. Yes, you think it's going to be. Locking up all these rights. When martial law comes out, that affects all of us. That takes all our rights away, strips us completely. And we, I think, did. Yeah, not just the black people like Craig wants. <laughs> <sighs> all of us. Even us. So, I mean, that, that raised Happy a, red, birthday. a red flag to us immediately was just like, what are you doing? What are you yeah. calling for? Because you don't even know what you're asking right now. This is you thought our rights were stripped away. We thought our rights were stripped away with COVID. Wait till mar martial law is exempted because this is going to get bad and ugly really fast. Yeah. Did yes. Did did any either of you take any of that seriously? Were you guys concerned about the whole martial law thing or anything like that? No. I live in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> but did you think it would it would get that far? Do you th did you think Trump was um, <laughs> hot headed enough that that he would actually implement martial law? Um, possibly. I actually worked the WTO in Seattle um, when that got out of control, and we had to call in the National Guard and lock everything down. It was interesting. And I, would, I wouldn't say that there are not times when you need to lock things down, mm -hmm. um, when it gets completely and utterly out of control. 
And right. it was, I mean, I was standing down there and it was a shit show. Yeah. But I don't, I, I, they always like to, again, they go to the race card, right? Yeah. Donald Trump is the ultimate racist. Well, obviously. He's the ultimate bigot. And I, I don't even like the guy. I didn't even right. vote for him. But I, they made me almost a supporter by the way they kept attacking, attacking, yep. attacking. Mm -hmm. and we were all basically in the same boat. It's just like, yeah. they're, you guys are lying. You're clearly lying, and I oppose that. I'm not for Trump. I'm just yeah. opposed to your flagrant bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and look at them now. I mean, the news media just spins everything up, and now that they realize that some of the facts are coming out, you know, they completely and utterly ignored Hunter Biden's laptop. I oh, mean, yes. ignored it. One, buried it, purposefully yeah. buried it. And there's a treasure trove of info on there. And it, it is, you know, as a guy who worked in it, it is political corruption 101 mm -hmm. when you look at it. You see how it plays out, how Hunter and his dad through, you know, decades of just complete, utter corruption. And everyone's all, no, 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 no. No, and I love the fact that they're using Salinsky's rules of, for radicals of blame them yeah. for what you're doing. It's right. all Russiagate, Russia, Russia, Russia. And you look behind the scenes, and who has had a long-standing relationship with Russia and Russian oligarchs? Right. The Clintons? Yep. The Clintons have gone decades. Yeah. And now the Bidens. Well, it's and you just go, you can't make this shit up. Yeah. It drives you absolutely insane. And I'm not saying Republicans are... Are, are you know pure as snow by any stretch but when it's so in your face yeah and they just bury it that's when i get pissed off because that's where all of our democracy breaks down mm -hmm. because now there's two sets of rules there's the sets of rules we need to follow and the sets of rules that they follow yep two different justice i like and if anyone that i'm going to get a different trial than than uh the black guy in in the hood as a white guy in a trailer park, you're dreaming. Mm -hmm. It's the same justice, people. It's the same shit. Yeah. It doesn't change. And I always said we're focused. They get you to focus on the wrong thing. It's it's the rich against the poor, not black against white. Right. That's where they use everything. Yep. There's two types of systems the for the haves and the have-nots. Amen. What, what were you going to say, Dan? I was going to point out something on a, a point that Gary made a couple points ago. It's not as relevant <laughs> anymore, but I was just going to say he was talking about the, the Russia stuff and uh, the Clintons tie. And then Tulsi Gabbard comes out and slaps down uh, Kamala Harris for being a complete hypocrite on the drug war and locking up a bunch of uh, black people for smoking weed, even though she smoked weed and keeping people on left row it. and yeah. uh, suppressing evidence mm -hmm. and... Um, keeping people past their term in prison to uh, to fight fires, basically as slave labor. She, she Tulsi Gabbard slapped her down in the debates, and uh, Hillary Clinton comes out and has the, the, the brass balls. Like, you got you to, like, you, you got to marvel at them sometimes, yeah. but she had the brass balls to call Tulsi Gabbard a Russian agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it you can't make this shit up. Like, you Beautiful. could write a... You could write a novel and it would be so unbelievable that yeah. people wouldn't read it right. because it's just yeah, like I've, this, I've this is so unbelievable. Times, like all this stuff that's coming out, if you wrote it into a movie script, it would get denied. They'd be like, nobody would ever believe this shit. This <laughs> right. is like, like, way too on well, the nose. And the sad part is, most Americans, at least half Americans, eat it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. the thing that 
blows me away. Right. I, I have friends who are on the left and I can tell what programs they're watching by oh, what yeah. they regurgitate back to me. Yeah. And I'm all people. These are people all, you know, so I went to college with, these are not dummies. And I go, where do you get that from? And I go, you got to think it through. And then instantly, oh, you're just a Trumper. I go, God, we've gone through this conversation. <laughs> I'm just a guy who analyzes the facts. And I'm telling you, Tulsi Gelbert is, is, is on the Democrat side. Right. And literally, they're eating their own right in oh, front yeah. of you. And yep. they call someone a Russian agent who is definitely not a Russian yeah. agent <laughs> from someone who is as bone corrupt of a hardcore criminal as you will ever find in politics and you sit there and go oh yeah she's yeah, a russian right coach. right and you just go spoon, spoon well, that shit up but then then google blocks access to tulsi gabbard's site so there's like no way to confirm anything right well, it's because so, she's a Russian agent. Well, obviously. Of course. Obviously. I mean, if anybody would know, it would be Hillary. I mean, we, we kind of naturally segued from Black Lives Matter into the political election. But before we completely shift there, uh, this image was my favorite image of 2020. And it has ties to both Black Lives Matter and the 2020 election. So I got to pull this one up for you, you to see because I love this image so very much. Will we be able to see it? Yes, you will. I feel like we need A team music. Oh, oh that's yeah. not the one at all. That isn't it. Hang on. It's a good one though. It is a good it's one. A good one. <laughs> How do I that end? also needs A team music. <laughs> Hang on. Stop that. Because oh, oh, you no did one see that one. His wife, firearm safety finger never on the trigger unless you intend to pull it. <laughs> yes, right. Absolutely. Right. But at the same time. Can you blame I know, her? I know. Can you blame I her? Know. So if you're listening in podcast land, I thought I pulled up the wrong image, but you guys did see it. Um, to If you're listening in podcast land, this is the one of, uh, what's her name? Matt, Mark and Patricia McCloskey. And they, like I said, have ties to both because they were outside the resident wielding their um, AR-15 and her little James Bond pistol there. He really needs like a bandana around his head. <laughs> he needs a cell phone holder on his belt. God damn it. I'm losing. He seems like that type. Yes, he does. He needs he buffalo does. horns and his face painted. Yes. <laughs> um, that would have... God damn it. He'd still, be, he'd still be in jail. He wouldn't be able to get out if he did that. Yeah, well, well, the way they ended up getting off the hook was... Um, like her firing pin was put in backwards or something. And they're like, well, we did that on purpose because we used this for a prop. And that's why um, we were able to... Uh, to use it because it wasn't even in firing uh like capabilities Bullshit. and it's just like no you just suck at putting a gun together just you just dumb. Ha you just happen to get um uh, say the right things or that that was a lucky enough to be stupid yeah right yeah so um that that played into like i said the black lives matter protests and then they were brought up at the um republican national convention oh, as gosh. the face of the republican party <laughs> like you you can't ask something more like if if people were to go and watch the convention they're like i'm really buying into the shit and then those people come on are you, are they really buying that shit when you get that jokester of a couple that ridiculous couple on i mean yeah. what who do who even do we know for sure that they were republicans even or are they just people who saw a riot in their front yard and came out in Bad, yeah. bad choice of style, but right. uh, came out with guns in in their pink polos. 
Like, <laughs> what does that have to do with politics? They saw a riot and they wanted to not have their home invaded. Yeah, yeah. Well, well um, the Trump campaign jumped on that shit because uh, they became the face of the Republican Party as well as the My Pillow guy. So, I mean, when you got that kind of lineup, can you really lose yeah. an election? I mean, when you got no, that. Those were home runs. Those were absolute home runs. The pillow guy <laughs> and uh, what is it? Uh, Frank and Diane yeah. or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I didn't look at him. In Did fairness, you Biden the- only had all of Hollywood and yeah, right. everyone in uh, in entertainment behind him. Right. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Who, who is the, the kid? Well, that's, that's given, though. I mean, Beyonce, how, how can you go wrong with that? I mean, <laughs> right. obviously. Well, Obviously every every Oscars, every Grammys, every Golden Globe is just another Democratic National Convention. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. That's what it's turned into. Yeah. So that that brings us to the bullshit that was the 2020 election, whether you sided with either party or not. Um, can you really say anything? Anything intelligent came out of that election process when with. The candidates that we had given us with um, the even the candidate that I guess I guess we can say now the candidate that the Libertarian Party threw up there um, with the whole um, the contested election, how how there was the the voter fraud, the voter machine fraud, where I mean. What what can we even say at this point about the election? Because he just um, got kicked off of YouTube for saying voter fraud. So oh, probably. So I I, I think it was the the greatest like like plan to steal an election ever implemented. Yeah, you think that still? You still think well, that? Yeah, after the article we read, I mean, we, yeah, we went through the playbook. Yeah, yeah, there was the whole playbook where the times. Craig, let Mark in. Let He's Mark texting in. me. Oh shit! Let him in. I'm, uh, hopefully, <laughs> I don't. Six minutes left on this uh, this stream. <laughs> it, there is very little time left on the stream. You are absolutely <laughs> correct, Mark. Hang on, Mark. All right, we got Mark Claire of the Lions of Liberty podcast. I might lose this stream again because we've been going on a while, Mark, and I am not professional enough to have paid the fourteen ninety nine a month yet. I was trying to do it as I was talking, but it hasn't happened yet. Do you have a Patreon, Craig? <clears throat> I do. I do have okay. a Patreon. Everybody go join Craig's Patreon at <laughs> For least. a dollar a month. Or, yeah, a dollar. Get twelve dollars. Nope. Too much. Twelve and a half I'm people scared. sign up. For the one dollar a month, and Craig will be able to to not kick us off every call. (laughs) I'm actually having a hard time upgrading as we we speak. Sarah McLaughlin singing in the background. (laughs) We do. I need to be in like a little sad cage, like the kids kids on the border of Mexico. Well, Mark, this is this is Mark Claire of the Lions of Liberty podcast. He is. (laughs) Thank you. I didn't even get to ask you yet. I know. I'm sorry. I cut off your one moment. You've been waiting for this whole time. Can't like, I can't wait roar. to come on and ask Mark if he's ready to roar, and then he just busts out. It's like, fuck, you ruined it. Show's it over. I can leave and come back on. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, You're going to have to in four minutes and 50 seconds. Mark, we were just... Look at this. We got Gary Collins here. Yeah, we got Gary. We got, got that other smart, small guy. Yeah, that What's guy. That? We don't. Who I think looks like he has a, must- a weird, creepy mustache now. That's <laughs> what? I think he always has. the light? Am I just imagining that? I, I, it might I, be a little I, bit I longer. Yeah, well, no, that's a creepy mustache. For sure. Mark, how's it going? We were just talking about uh, the last 12 months and how little has actually happened in the last 12 months to talk about. Yeah, 
hardly anything. <laughs> we actually it's made it to dry. we made it to the 2020 election, and that's what we were just briefly talking about and how. Mm. Um, you mean that fraudulent? Uh, no, I don't know. I have no opinion on that. You still have no opinion on it? Without an opinion. Voter fraud, QAnon, you're banned. <laughs> well, you know, at the end of the day, the entire <laughs> system that we participate in is fraudulent in its core. So am I even that upset if there's fraud within the fraud? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit, but it's kind of expected. <laughs> Only right. slightly. Like, it's to people like us, I feel like we're like, yeah, that is fraud. And so, like, that's the same as every other election, right? Mm-hmm. This is nothing new. It's just a little bit, a tiny bit more on display and a little bit more censored than usual. Yeah. This one seemed just a little more like, oh, really? Like, oh, wow, you're really being brazen here, huh? Right. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to get outraged, though. I, 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 no. I, just, I don't no. have much outrage left. The game. For, I, I save it for very, very specific things, I should right? say. Like, like, like I'll be I'll be outraged about like locking people in their football. houses. Well, now the con- yeah, right. We're being punished with the country collapsing under Biden instead of Trump. Just that is a punishment because it probably would have been a lot more fun under Trump. Right? That's true. You think so? You think things still around? Just got his blog. It would have pissed Why does this keep happening. Why do you he started blog thirty five years too late. Yep. It's a Zanga. <laughs> Trump dot It's pretty much what it is. So <clears throat> I'll I'll ask anybody who who wants to banter about. Um, past the election, the voter fraud. I guess Mark just said, "Who gives a shit about it?" What about January sixth? The greatest Let's talk about... threat to democracy since since nine eleven. Yes, no, you I think it was more than it was since the Civil I War. I think that's what Biden said. <laughs> no, he said since like the Civil oh, War. Si- I think. Oh yeah, that's right. It was since. Well, there was a guy recently. That's ironic. The Civil War was literally <laughs> using violence over democracy. Right. <laughs> <It> was... right. <laughs> there was a guy recently that's who said good... it was a thousand times worse than nine eleven because wow. it was a direct attack on our democracy. Wow. One thousand? Like one thousand? Did he, he do said, the he math said, on that? It's not. It's not just worse than nine eleven. It's one thousand times worse that than nine eleven. That it is reminds me of that insane. Team America clip where he's like, "Oh my God, that's nine hundred and eleven thousand or something." <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I mean, you. What was it? AOC came out last week and oh, said yeah. that she had PTSD from it and that they were Counseling actually for life. literally living in like they lived through a war zone is what what she had described this as. Um, so oh. just she had to sleep under her bed. <laughs> Don't even get me started on my favorite human being, AOC. Get started, just. Gary. Get started. How many, how many no, well, start, the story starts by a 28-year-old college graduate who is still a shitty waitress, apparently. <laughs> That's where it starts. And now is your congresswoman. Oh, boy. That I is a it, success story if there ever was one. I think it right. starts and, a little uh, earlier, but I think you probably know. Well, uh, well we can't get into that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory you know, if you think yes. that she existed before 2016. Well, and the thing is, she wasn't even in the same building. And the, the words she says as a veteran are so highly insulting mm-hmm. that the fact that – and she thinks it's okay in her little, little crocodile tears and how she just acts. And people, again – AOC, she's so great. You just go, this is an <laughs> utter psychopath. Right. This this chick is a loser. Right before Memorial Day, she says, I'm I'm essentially a veteran with PTSD oh, God. when she wasn't even in the building <laughs> oh, God. that was being I, quote unquote attacked. <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna read that issue of her comic book. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which has a comic book? AOC did have a comic book. Remember, I showed what? it to you, oh. and it had like. Should I have her on Second Print Comics podcast? <laughs> that would you be should. Awesome. You should definitely. It was her in right. a, a jacked up um, uh, 
Nancy Pelosi. Like, remember they <laughs> yeah, made she, her built like Wonder Woman, basically. Yeah. Oh god, it, you got to find it. It's hilarious. That's happened. Yes. You, you definitely have to have this on second print comics. Both of my political and comic book nerd radars must have been <laughs> down at the same time for me to miss that. Oh, this might have Mark, been. I'll read it and we'll review it. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Can you get me a bootleg copy? As rumor has it, sometimes the some Pirate Bay probably like are able to do. Some people do do that. What is happening? Oh shit, we lost it. Oh damn it, we lost it. We are terrible. I was trying to upgrade as we spoke, <laughs> but it just didn't happen. You got confused with the skin. Let's tones. take a break. I mean, <laughs> we're right. well you know overdue this for is a break. A good time. I mean, we're at almost two hours already. We might as well take a break now. So um, let's take a break, and I'll see if they want to get back in here. Hopefully we didn't just completely lose them because we just got Mark, and I know he had other things he was going to do. So we'll be right back in very, very shortly. Goodbye. Yes. thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remsa W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey everybody, I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net.
We were on a break, and I had you muted. Oh. But we got you back now. So the give worst, me a... The worst podcast I've ever heard of. I, it really is. All right, hang on just a sec. Bill, you, you get to see Bill's empty chair. Um, I want to get you back in as quick as possible, but Bill had to step out for a second. So um, we are back. We lost our freaking Zoom thing. I, what I didn't and realize... Gary. And we lost Gary. Damn it, Gary. I, I sent him the link. Maybe maybe he's gone. If if he is gone, um, that was Gary Collins of Simple Life. Um, he's he's one of our favorite guests, as are the others here. And I am on my own screen. You know, I've never been an official guest on this show. No? No. What do you mean you haven't been an official guest? We did a full episode with you bitching about Kamala Harris. Did we? Yeah, it was called Kamala Harris is a Monster. That's true. I couldn't remember if that was my show or your show. No, that was mine. We might have done a double show. Um, Time flies. I hate to butt in, but I love to butt in. It's one of my favorite things to do. Please. But uh, I have to actually have, uh, have to hop off in like a minute to do this other okay. show that's well, live at seven. But I wanted to come back on and say, Craig, congrats on a hundred episodes. It is it is a feat, both uh, one year, not hundred episodes. Gary did the same oh, thing. That, why did I, why did I make up hundred episodes? I don't know. It's thought, one year. We're, we're, we're that's that. when we're normal podcasts it. start celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting ahead of themselves. We don't know if we'll make it there. That's when podcasts with paid Zoom accounts. So. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> what I didn't realize, I thought the unpaid gave you a full hour, which would have gave us two full hours. Which would have been our whole show, but yeah, apparently it's forty that. minutes. Forty minutes—that's bullshit. So that's then, something worth investigating before doing the actual show or anything. <laughs> <laughs> again, again. By you, next year, you'll have it down, I'm sure. You did. I, I didn't pay until I did the uh, the libertarian debate with like twelve presidential candidates. And I'm like, like, maybe I should bust I'm, for the the twelve dollars yes. now or twelve dollars a month or whatever. So once you go, once you go big, there's no going back, man. That's Mark, right. you weren't here when we you. said this. Um, the one thing that has remained consistent throughout the entire twelve months is our lack of professionalism. So um, we gotta we gotta maintain that consistency. So that's that's why we did what we did here. Well, consistency is one of the most important parts of a successful podcast. <laughs> exactly. So I'm glad you're being consistent in your own special way. Yes. Well, then, well, congrats not on 100 episodes. Maybe I'll come back for that. All right. <laughs> that's really more than seven minutes. Now. If we make and, it that. But congrats on a year because that's a long time too. Most right. people give up. They say seven episodes is like the average yes. amount a podcast lasts, which means that there's some that last two. So either way, you're you're above the mean. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Eight like episodes that. in a year, so I want to congratulate him too hard. <laughs> and, and well, that, that, all that, right, dudes, I gotta hop off on this on this other show. But, all right, thanks a lot for say. coming on for a few seconds, uh, yeah. Mark. This is Mark Claire of the Lions of Liberty podcast. I'm paid by the second, right? I'll send the invoice. <laughs> Perfect. Later, guys. All right, later, man. Bye. All right, we are stuck with Dan. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> don't don't say that. <laughs> I mean, we we took a really late break there because we were just going with it and people were jumping in at random times. And so I didn't want somebody to jump in and have to take a break. And then Mark jumped in and we had to take a break. So mm. that's yes. that's where we are now. So I guess it's just the three of us, Dan. Yes. I can pretend like Bill's not here if you want to. Okay, we can talk be about alone together because <laughs> Bill is not on my screen. So yes, I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, maybe the hundred episodes that we're hoping I'll be able to be on screen. <laughs> we, we made a point. We made a point. If this... you guys get to twenty dollars a month in the Patreon, we will let Bill be seen yes. for the first time ever. No, we made it a point for the first year to not show Bill's face to our guests, I so understand. that way the guests will come back. 
So then after this, maybe we'll allow his face to be seen. Yes. Mm. So um, I guess we were talking kind of about the election, and um, Gary said he didn't give a shit about it. I know you gave more a shit of a shit about the whole election process and the whole... A little bit. I so, did work on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you want to talk any about like the... the the fraud. The fraud. Well, you and you got fraud. to see it from a different perspective, too. I yeah. mean, from the Libertarian Party who gets totally shafted, you know, oh, yeah. all the time. Or shafts so. themselves sometimes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shafty. it's like our own rake. Like the don't tread on me thing should just be a rake. Like stop <laughs> stepping on that rake, Libertarian Party. I mean, they did have the good a good thing going for them with Spike. I mean, we did have Spike on our show. Yeah. Um. And he was he was the good thing going for them. And then yes. your, your campaign videos, which the party kept trying to shat upon them as well. You um, can only you can only gloss up a house plant so far. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, t- talk a little bit about the <laughs> the election debacle, if you want, or like from in hindsight, um, not even necessarily from the libertarian party stance but just as a person looking on to like say you're from another country and looking onto this joke that was the 2020 election cycle or the post-election should i speak in an accent yeah yes please mm. i'm not feeling it um <laughs> it's hard yeah, when you're put on the spot to yeah. to do a yeah, voice it's easier to just kind of go ad lib <laughs> All I can all I can think of is like Asian, and I, I feel like that's a hate crime these days. So yeah, d- you what might if not. I just did like urban voice? <laughs> like, can I speak in an accent? Yo, what up, brother? This is what I was thinking about the the election and shit. You know what I'm saying? Though? We're definitely getting um, off now. Absolutely. <laughs> now I, uh, from the perspective, I'll, I'll address briefly the perspective inside the Libertarian Party. Like I, I wouldn't like in 2016 i voted libertarian i just discovered libertarian stuff basically in 2016 because of donald trump and because of that election because i'm like well i'm a republican and donald trump got me interested in politics because this looks like a shit show let's pay attention (laughs) and then uh i was like well i guess i'm not a republican anymore because i don't recognize like not that the old republicans ever did it for me either it was just like I had an awakening of paying attention to politics because of Donald Trump and then realizing that the Republicans were dumb. And then I was like, oh, these Democrats, they're really dumb, too. And Mm -hmm. then I I thought the Libertarians were a little bit better. So I voted for Gary Johnson. Um, So Donald Trump made me a Libertarian is what I'm saying here. But uh, I yeah, I worked on the Jorgensen campaign and all that stuff. And they were great. Uh, I think Joe's awesome as a person, as a as a principled human being. Um, I worked with her directly on a handful of occasions, but uh, not a lot. So I I can't say definitively Joe's an awesome person. But as far as like her principles and what she was actually running on, I was for it. But uh, their messaging and their their ability to come together with messaging was very weak. I think that Spike had an amazing messaging and an amazing team around him. But there was like some some inner conflict there where she was more pragmatic and he was more radical about the stuff. But essentially they were saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. So um yeah blah 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 nobody nobody cares um i i i i think that uh as far as the the actual process goes the the two parties that people paid attention to um i do think that there was some fraud i think that that is almost obviously factual that there was fraud and um i 
I care to the extent that I care about Derek Chauvin's verdict. Like I care to the extent that like, like, like does I, it fucking matter? Right. Well, it, it's like, I don't necessarily care on paper, but when it comes to the, like, if we have a system and it is completely flawed and there's obvious glaring issues with it, we should be talking about that. Like, I don't really care necessarily if Derek Chauvin goes to jail, but if the dude is legitimately innocent, then I do care about the fact that our, our legal system and our justice system threw away an innocent man. I have a problem right. with that. Um, I don't necessarily think that that's the case, but it's the same with this. It's like, I don't care that Biden won really like I would have preferred Trump a little bit over Biden, but I think that Trump is just as corrupt. And I think he's part of the same psyop uh, that we've been experiencing for decades for longer than we've been alive. But um, I, I think that he's all part of the system, part of the plan. And uh, I think, if I had to like put on my tinfoil hat, I would say that he was in there to rile people up and then he was there to rile people up at the end. And then they intentionally flagrantly overthrew an election. And he was a part of that in order to rile people up even more uh, to continue this divide and conquer thing that's going so well, where half the country is racist and half the country is being murdered in the street. Right. And uh, Donald Trump is an evil white supremacist who brought this radical uprising and then they're like oh you can go back to living as a billionaire he was a freaking patsy yeah like he was there to piss people off and now he gets to live a life of luxury now and um his life doesn't change that much other than rappers aren't dropping his name anymore and praising him in their songs yeah and um oprah's not inviting him on her show or whoever the view's not having him on their show anymore because right yeah. because he's not there <laughs> They they can't reach in his pockets anymore because they've spent the last four years uh, uh, bashing on him. So um, yeah. it'd be interesting to see how they change on him over the years. Like you see, um, I think I read that FDR now, this far in the future, has like an 86% approval rating this far in the future. And it's just like, mm -hmm. what the fuck are you talking about? Um, Can you really measure that, though? Right. right. Like people can't real. we're not living under his reign so yeah. we can't really you know what? we can say on paper this and that like and how many people are still he, alive that lived under him to say exactly <laughs> and he, you can't you can say it's the same as saying oh i'm gonna give you free health care or free college or whatever it's like right. you see you can look back and see the positives and judge him based on those positives but yeah. you're not actually living under the collapsing economic crisis right, right. that uh, that type of thing causes and i guess but. like george w bush is looked at a lot more favorably than he was you know i mean he <laughs> oh went yeah from... he's pals with the obamas oh, now yeah. for some oh, yeah. reason yeah yep. um i this headline came up today tell me uh give me a reaction on this trump is telling his allies that he expects to be reinstated by august <laughs> i'll wait I haven't looked into it. I haven't either. But I have I just read the, what's, what's the source? I have read the headline, and it, it is the New York Daily Times, I believe, did uh, it, or the New York Post or something. Oh, well, yeah, right? a New York Times reporter claims it. This article is from thedailycaller.com. But, yeah, it was a New York Times reporter claims that he's telling his allies that he'll be reinstated in August. Hmm. My immediate response, my immediate inclination is, no, he probably didn't. I'm sure that he didn't, but maybe, but maybe he did. Maybe he did. But <laughs> at, at the same time, it could be like, like, I wouldn't be that surprised if he did. Right. But, um, 
like it it could very well be there's still people clinging to the QAnon psyop and mm-hmm. saying that it is like he's going to be reinstated any day now just stick to the plan which i i think is totally a way of disarming uh people who would have actually cared about this type of stuff when mm-hmm. it was going down but um i yeah it, i i don't know have you read the article do you know what the details no. are no i didn't i just read it the headline and laughed and that yeah. was as far as it went yeah i feel the same like if he did huh, that's funny uh, I mean, I, it's the same as the QAnon stuff. Like, I don't believe it, but also I'm very curious to see where this goes. Right. And uh, I think that there's a good possibility it'll stir some people up, which leads back to my initial theory and thesis that uh, he's all a part of it. If he did say it, then he's part of it. And if somebody said it in his stead, then, you know, it's just a way to make people more scared and keep pushing with these lockdowns because uh, the January 6th thing was so terrible. It was worse than a million nine elevens. Now, even though one person died accidentally now I by, by, at the hands of a cop, I will admit on this live stream that January 6th was one of the worst attacks on our democracy. Not, not the event, but all the shit that followed it. Was one of the worst attacks on our yeah. democracy. Yeah, all the me getting kicked off of Facebook primarily. Yeah, obviously that me getting all kicked kicked off Facebook because I was associated with you um, was, but um, the whole like trying to build a new um, what do they call it? what's that um, world order? Well, <laughs> new world, yes. But the the whole like surveillance things oh patriot act yeah new patriot like basically yeah. reinstating the patriot act rebranding people With as terrorists terrorism right Re- um yeah. the the ability and once you're branded a terrorist it's not just a silly thing on facebook where you get kicked off of social media it is they if you are a terrorist they can do whatever they want to yeah. stop you from whatever they want without yeah. any explanation no due process nothing yep. yes Yep, so I, I will admit that it was an attack on our democracy, but not the, the stupid um, Viking horn guy. He didn't attack our democracy. It's no. the, the people that um, use this to do whatever it is they're, they're trying to build up to now. That was an attack on our democracy. We are— my, my stance on the January 6th thing also is it's very stupid. Like, even if you agree with everything that they said, which I don't, or everything that they were pushing for, which I don't, it's still very, very stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what what was your plan? And it, that's what leads me to believe that it's kind of a false flag where it was, you know, people pushing to get innocent people in the door so that they can be implemented and be hunted down by the cops for the next six months. Like, these people were taking selfies and going on, like, right. on little mini tours through the Capitol and sitting in chairs and just staying, talking. Staying in the velvet ropes yeah. as... as but, uh, Anarchists do. Yeah, it was it was a conservative, right. uh, um, like chop movement. <laughs> right? Is that, is that what we didn't even get to chop? Holy shit, man! There's been so much that's happened. Um, we are really pushing time. We still have a few more minutes. I did want to ask you. I wanted to ask the other guys, but they had to bail. Um, difference. Looking at today, America versus twelve months ago, America differences obviously we're still talking about the same shit that we were talking about 12 months Mm. ago but it's all really evolved like we talked about how our views from the start of george floyd's protest to today our opinions of what black lives matter turned into obviously our views have changed quite considerably our views of 
what Dr. Fauci said a year ago about COVID versus what he's saying today about COVID has flipped tremendously. Where where do we sit differently now? Like, what is the country? How how are we different now than we were twelve months ago? Well, I can give two different versions. I can give the negative black pilled. We're all gonna die and i'm going to have fun watching it nihilistic version or i can give the white-pilled version um but uh i we're in bad we're on bad grounds i feel like we're like walking a tightrope like with the the vaccine passports and stuff like that um like the these hints at things that are that they're clear they have in the back of their mind Mm -hmm. as plans for the future obviously and right now uh with some of these things i feel like we're walking a tightrope where it's like if we like i've had people ask well what can we do about this literally sometimes the only thing you can do is keep talking about it so more people start talking about it i feel like we do have the ability to push back some of this stuff with our even with our twitter outrage sometimes like i feel like the passport stuff was coming like a freight train and then they kind of pulled back and now they're kind of hinting at it but it's like if we shut up and just let it happen, then it tips one way. If we push back against it, I feel like we're right on the edge there. Um, so I, I like to be as positive as I can. There's part of me that thinks that the, the whole thing's going to come collapsing down. And I think that, you know, empires go extinct. All empires fall eventually. Mm-hmm. And if it happens, I feel like something good could come out of that potentially, but it's going to be very difficult. Um, I, the white-pilled side of me thinks you know there's a lot of people that are as much as we've talked about the lemmings and the stupid people that just eat up whatever the news media says there are those and they are typically the loud majority but there's a lot of people now that aren't just like the the people like us that just want to be left the fuck alone they're starting to go well not only do i want to be left alone and i'm not being left alone but that looks suspicious and that looks suspicious Mm -hmm. and they're starting to kind of wake up to some of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes and pay attention and call out the bullshit. So I do have hope that we can keep moving in that direction and waking people up, I guess, to uh, the fact that their government does not love you and all this stuff that they're promising you is not because they just love you and want to protect you and care about you. They're doing it for power. They're doing it to um, to stop you. They're doing it to divide and conquer you. Do you think that we're getting to a place where it's going to be like um, some kind of class system? Because you've seen in Florida, they did the concert. They're doing the concert where if you're vaccinated, you get tickets for $18. If you're unvaccinated, tickets are 1000 Or if you want to go to they won't <laughs> wow. let people into the next game unless you're vaccinated. You know, that type of stuff. I, I think that we need businesses. I saw one business that was like had like um, a $5 fine or like fee if you insist on wearing a mask in their business like they're going the (laughs) opposite direction straight up opposite like uh you know you you're i mean we could come up with scientific reasons your mask who knows where that's been you might have been you might have dropped it on the ground you might have it might have been hovering on your face all day absorbing your germs i don't want you bringing that in here taking it off putting it down on our table and spreading germs you're gonna get a five dollar fee to make sure we can you know protect the health of our customers sorry you can't fly unless you're you're vaccinated or you know yeah well, right. that puts you in a, a, the non-vaccinated section of the plane. Yeah, yeah, in the back of the bus. Yeah. Um, right. Well, we saw a a school that was, like, separating the kids that chose to wear, ma- wear masks and the kids that didn't wear masks yeah. that put them in separate lines. <laughs> it's just like, 
but why? And I th- I think this was our cousin Mary's post that the school yeah. said you don't have to wear masks anymore. But the kids that you kids die over there in that yes yeah. well, e- that dirty line the whole the unclean line the whole reason why was well because of contact tracing because the ones that choose not to wear masks will have to quarantine for fourteen days if something pops up. It's just like but that's not the science at all. The science was if you're in contact at all, mask or not. We quarantine 14 days. So it's just like, right. again, common sense just goes out the window. That It just goes completely off the rails. Um, fuck common keep sense. Fuck about science. people getting the vaccine and then contracting COVID after. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I don't. Yeah. I don't and and, well, and, and yeah. guess what? They're still fine. <laughs> like, right. All the fear is bullshit. Yeah, it is. Bill, yep. 12 months. Yes. We've made it 12 months. Yeah. It's been a good ride. What do you see? I mean... Looking back a year ago to where we are now, what do you see? <laughs> I, I like what do I see as far as what? Like changes to you, changes to the country, changes to the way humans interact. Just like, where are we as a country as of the last 12 months that we weren't 12 months ago? All right, that's enough. <laughs> I'm going to mute you. <laughs> I think we're much more divided than what we were before. You think so? Yeah. I, I think um, a lot more people, like Dan said, were, are are asking questions. They're seeing a little bit more, like, bullshittery um, out there than they were seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, but on the other hand, you got, you really, it really cuts the line down by the people who really buy it, hook, line, and sinker, and people that ask questions. And it's amazing because it, it really cuts households in half. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... To the point where people are, you know, well, I mean, like, I'll use my family, you know, like, my sister won't come visit me. She's pissed at me for not getting a vaccine. Right. You know, so. Um, well, you had said that your wife had to get it right. in order yeah, to see her she family. Got, right. Yeah. Her parents said, you know, you need to get the vaccine if you're going to spend time with us. Yeah. So, I mean. That it, was the reason for you not to go see your in-laws. Well, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's funny that the the team that is all about, like not marginalizing people, not like being a racist or a sexist or a homophobe, not like discriminating against people. They're like, well, you don't have to get a vaccine, but that makes you a racist. Go stand over there in the whites only line. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They marginalize the most. It's, it is very ironic. No, I, I definitely, I, I look back to where, by the way, it's not whites only. I, I heard some clips earlier today, just black people, that we're raging against this vaccine thing. Like, no, really? I'm not stupid enough to take your stupid experimental vaccine, you idiot. <laughs> well, yeah, because right? we had talked about, like, even... Remember that college that wasn't going to enforce vaccines on black people because black right. people have had a history of... Um, not trusting... Go- not trusting vaccines because the government experimented on right. them in, or, in their past. Know, Native Americans were sterilized, you know, by by white doctors. You so, know. so they're allowing people of color to choose whether or not they got vaccinated, but white people had to get vaccinated. Yeah. It made so I have a history of sense. not trusting them, too. Yes. Yeah, me too. For different reasons, but... Well, but I also think with all this, they, they really are, like, almost creating, like, this this racist, like, group. I yeah. mean, because... And, and we saw it here in Cedar Rapids, some girl, I don't even remember the name of the group is, but it was, like, like the White Protection Society or something like that, yeah. um, where she, like created this group to like kind of defend white people mm-hmm. and i mean it's just really bizarre yeah the whole thing is spinning completely do we bounce back from this dan 
do we bounce back from this last 12 months? Do we come back to where things were in 2019, where we were just like, nothing can get worse than 2019 and 2020 Nothing happened. can get worse than 2020. And then 2021 uh, happened. Do let's I, just stop saying it, guys. Yeah, stop right. saying it. Yeah, you're, you're screwing up. <laughs> yeah, you're jinxing it. No, Shut the I, fuck up. I, I think we're in the death throes. I think this is. I think we're spiraling to the point where it just breaks. You think we're at the end of the... The term limits good run, guys. for yeah, our you know. our empire here. I do, I do. I think we're we're this is we're seeing the cracks. Yeah. What about you, Dan? I think that yeah, we're on a suicide mission. Uh, for one, like our our country is uh, trying its hardest to kill itself <laughs> and loving every second of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, but there, yeah. Again, going back to the the black pilled and white pilled versions of me, I do think I think it's possible to come out of this on top if we actually push and actually take action and actually do things other than just pontificating about what may or may not be. Um, I, I think that there's a possibility that this could be better. This could be something that wakes enough people up that we move in a even more positive direction. But as far as whether or not it goes back to the old normal, no, like you, it's like nine 11, nine 11's lasted 20 years as far as us blowing up brown people in other countries for things that they didn't do. Um, we don't go, we don't just recover and go back to normal after that. There's mm -hmm. going to be a lot of layover time before we can get to the new, new normal, the good normal <laughs> that, that I like to hope is possible. Or yeah. what we like to call crystal Pepsi. Yes. <laughs> not, not, not new Coke. Which had a very short life. <laughs> Well, I think I think we Seems are about... like a white supremacy joke there, Bill. <laughs> oh my um, god. Everybody else was throwing them out. I I, <laughs> I sent you before we go, I sent you a picture of shit, I don't think I saved it. Maybe I, I pulled memes for nothing, didn't I? You did because we're basically out of time for the um party the line show patriots. Is trash. Oh. Unless um we want to do bonus content and re re kick this thing off and do some, but um we we have well extend our limit. But I, I I had this this picture here. Um speaking of <laughs> whiteness, um let me pull this up. I'll see if I can share it to you because I sent it to you. So. Oh. So speaking of whiteness, shit. It's just a picture of Kamala Harris. <laughs> this picture right here. Hang on, let me get this out of the way. Oh, jeez. This yes. Skittles bag that I saw. This I actually took this picture myself. I didn't find this online. This is a Skittles bag for Pride Month. It says only one rainbow matters during Pride. Skittles. The Wizard of Oz one, right? So it's all. I mean, the people can't see this shit. God damn it! I'm yeah, you sent you sent that to me. I sent it to Bill too. Yeah. I responded with hashtag white supremacy. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're taking away the rainbow because you should be proud of your gayness. Here it is. Uh, okay, I got it. Also, here's a bag full of white Skittles. Yes. Because, well, that I, I didn't because buy. Because people go to their Skittles for, you know, wokeness yeah. Yeah. and inclusion. Again, right. I, I finally got it pulled up so the, the people there can see. It says, the only one r rainbow matters during Pride. So they took all the colors out of right. Skittles. And I hope that every Skittle in that bag isn't white because I feel like there's going to be some backlash from this 
Well, it's saying, so, well, why'd you make them all white? Why, sure. why are the Skittles all white? I mean, we, we need more diversity you, in our they Skittles. Should. <laughs> they should get pushback for this. They should. <laughs> if they're going to pander to it, they should take all the, the shit that comes with pandering Absolutely. to it. Like yes. the people who are, would be outraged about Skittles being colors on Pride Month, which <laughs> makes more sense if you're going to pander to make them right. all colored to celebrate yeah. Pride Month. Yes. But if they're going to go this route, then yes, they deserve it's, every bit of misstep backlash that they get yeah it's ironic it's the only month of the year you can't taste the rainbow <laughs> right it's like it's like guys we're gonna raise awareness for um gay pride month which awareness for gay pride month makes itself known in the form of a rainbow that's yeah. that's the the recognized you gay shouldn't pride. be tasting the rainbow from skittles this month you should be tasting it from dick <laughs> skittles taste the real rainbow. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. Like, I wanted to buy the bag, but they only had them in share size. They, it wasn't a good enough marketing campaign that they put in the individual packs because they still have rainbow you individual bigot. packs. I wanted to see if they were actually all white or if you open it up and they were still rainbow ones because what this <laughs> is saying is just like, for Gay Pride Month, let's take yep. the rainbow out of everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I I have no words. On Black History Month, did they go all white then too? Like we don't <laughs> yeah. want any colors because in only, here. They took all the browns. There's only one out. color yes. that should be celebrated. Co color only and matters. It's not the one. white supremacy. I'm in a, or Skittles. Yeah, we got KKK Skittles. Oh God, I'm waiting for that apology, <laughs> tone deaf apology letter to come out. Like, sorry guys, uh, we we um, we're tone deaf here. We didn't realize that this would thought, offend people. It's like the Burger King thing. Yeah. To to help, we're going to say that women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> Forgot about we're that helping. one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we are out of time because the Zoom chat's going to run out again for a third we time. We that nine minutes and 37 <laughs> seconds. Do we? Does it give get it to you? Get some memes, bro. Let's get some, <laughs> you know, yeah, nine minutes. Let's do All right. it. We might as well pull up some memes. I mean, we've already well extended our stay. Why not extend it? It's the it? anniversary show. Why not extend it longer? We're and, going off the rails here. And I got to release this By the, in the way, morning. I got to go, guys. So it's been fun. Are you going to not share memes? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't have any. Oh, I have got a few. All right, All right good. I'm going to pull mine. I can't share them, though, unless you make me a host or oh, something. I don't know how to do that. Wow. God damn it. Good Lord, is this your first time on Zoom? Uh, it's been a while. It's, it's been CCP a while. Zoom? How do I do that again? Probably right-click. Where do I right-click? <laughs> make host. There we go. Press yes, the three dots. making Daniel a host. So I'm going to share this with you as well as the people in inter internet land. So uh, let's see. This is my first one. I loved this one. Now that I'm a host, it's asking me to upgrade. Maybe I'll just go in and pay your $12. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you disable my screen sharing? <laughs> I can't Could share be. them with you. So I'll just tell you what it says, and the people will see it. It says, okay. um, it's Joe Biden standing next to Kamala Harris, and he says, I'm 46. And she says, no, you're the 46th president. He says, I'm the president. And she says, no, not really. That uh, is accurate. Yes, yes. I yes. love it. Do you want to but share who, one? Who do you think is running this thing? I don't even think it's Kamala Harris. I don't, I don't either. I don't, I don't think either. she's she smart just, enough to. She she's, seems like the same kind of puppet, just a little yeah. bit more spry. Oh, she's yeah. hiding from all the things that matter. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think she's running it. Maybe I she think fucked she fucked up Memorial Day. <laughs> That's true. All right, Dan, share your first. 
Uh, how do I do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right click. <laughs> uh, let's see here. God damn. Oops. Professionalism here. I haven't used Zoom in a long time. <laughs> it's at the bottom I'm of the screen. this. Where it says share screen. Files. No. All right. I'll pull Basic. up my next while you're doing Go that. Go for it. All right. Here's one. It says it, it's just a, a screen cap of a Twitter post by Nina Turner, whoever the fuck that is. It says universal health care, the climate emergency, and a living wage aren't policies we should kick down the road. We need hashtag Medicare for all yesterday. We need a Green New Deal yesterday. We need a living wage yesterday. The American people need their government to act today. Guess what? We can't implement things yesterday. It's not possible. They haven't figured that out yet. They haven't no. figured out time travel. All right. You're pulling your shit up now, so I guess I'll pull over to yours. Go ahead and read this. All right. This is a little girl holding back a little crying boy. And it says, uh, conservative Christians on the crying little boy. And it says in the caption, and all, and all the believers were together and held all things in common they sold their property and possessions and distributed the money to those according to their needs. Acts 244, 245. Oh, shit. So they're saying we should all be communists? Is that what they're saying? Check, there? yes. Mate. Checkmate, motherfuckers. Yes. We all should right. all be communists. It's changed my views. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it depends on where they were taking this. If it's like anarcho-communist... Mm. type i'm mm. like let's have a conversation but they can't have conversations because they're idiots yes but i am open to entertaining the ideas if they weren't assholes right i agree but i i have a feeling this wasn't from that type either no. it, it was from a socialist type i'm sure all right yeah the next one um is a la lady crying on a wall i assume like a memorial people. wall yeah. yeah a memorial wall and it says this should not be the consequence of pursuing free college education I would like somebody to explain what that even means. I don't how those, those things are relate those, in any way. Oh, 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 yeah, because soldiers, because uh, vet, um, uh, military people get free education, free college education. That's what it's going with there. The only way you get oh, free college education okay. is if you go fight for your country they and die. potentially die. How's that free college education going, Craig? I, I already graduated. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That's as much as it's gone. Yeah, so he's crying on a was wall it, too. Went to Harvard and got a bachelor's degree in in uh, in political science, right? Yeah, no, but in marketing, <laughs> which I'm from using well. Yeah, yeah. Which I I'm just, running this podcast. I, I just found so out, they're right. They're I, absolutely right. I just found out my grandpa. Uh, he enlisted uh, to fight in World War II when he was 16. Oh shit! Wow, yeah, I know. So I got one. It says. How are we going to pay for universal health care? We already pay for it. Just use the $10,000 a year we spend on premiums plus copays and cut out health care companies' $40 billion in annual profits. Put our money towards health care, not a health insurance exec's third yacht. What do you have to say to that That $10,000 Sounds like BLM. <laughs> my, my thought is, which is probably your thought, is cut it all out and just give us our fucking money back so we can mm -hmm. afford health care. Right. Yep. Yeah. Take it away from the it insurance. It turns out people can afford more things if they're allowed to keep more money. Oh, what? Is that how that works? <laughs> yes. No, um, only in socialism. But, you know, question. 
<laughs> and, I, and I hope that you guys have a real answer for me because I'm genuinely curious. If the government can print money at will, then why are they taking money from us? Right. If they can print it it's to pay for question. their stuff, yeah. then what do they need our money for? That's a great question. To in, to boost their printed money, I guess. It, it's to keep power. us enslaved. Yeah, keep us keep us in check is what it's about. Yeah. It's power. You got any more? That was the yes. last one I had. Okay. You were told socialism was bad by the people who defend white supremacy. Oh god. <laughs> I have nothing for this. Do you have anything for this? Um, the Nazis were socialists. And that is true. And they were white supremacists. So you're told also, socialism was what good. What does this have to do with, these two things have nothing in nothing to do with each other? No. No. Because white supremacy bad, socialism must be good. Yeah. If white supremacists don't like socialism, like these two things aren't related. That's the identity politics problem. Is like yeah. you're talking about the color of people's skin. We're talking about economics, and they're not related. And if the economics go well, it goes well for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> is that how that works? Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I'm. <laughs> I posted on Twitter the other day something like, uh, "Look, I." <laughs> If I do what I'm here for, then I'm going to raise your commie ass out of poverty, too. Like, I'm, I'm pushing for your freedom, too, you commie ass motherfucker. <laughs> so just get out of the way and let me do my thing yes. for your own benefit. Uh, speaking of which, uh, this one says, Bernie wants to send you to college for free so you can learn the goddamn difference between democratic socialism and communism. There is there... There's a difference. Oh, huge. Well, the, the funny huge. thing about this is it's like a self-defeating meme. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so you're telling me that Bernie Sanders, they're absolutely right, by the way. Uh, Bernie Sanders's free college will send you to these indoctrination camps. So you will learn the very important differences between socialism and communism. Yes. As though it matters. <laughs> and that there's a difference. <laughs> That's that's probably all you're going to learn and be convinced that one is good and yes. the other is a little less good, maybe. And that's that's about the extent that's of it. still better than capitalism. Yeah, obviously. That's all I've got. That's all you got. It's good. Well, yeah. we are out of time. This has been our birthday bash and it has gone completely off the rails. And that's what we wanted it to do because it's our show. And we have a singing gentleman in the background. <laughs> I just keep trying to play you out. Does <laughs> Aunt, does Dr. Fauci have anything to say before we go? I lost I lost my mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Fauci, can you mute your mic while you're putting your mask on? No, I'm a boomer. <laughs> I don't know how. But I would like to say congratulations on the one year of slavery that you guys have achieved. And I would also like to say, I'm not sure what my job is around here anymore. I'm pretty sure I'm an anchor on CNN. I could be wrong. Well, I'm going to have to go back and read my business card. Well, D Dr. Fauci, we, we do want to give you a big thanks for making this show exist for the last 12 months because yes. if it wasn't for you we would have not had nearly as many things to talk about so thank you so way much less for... interesting so, the show would have been way less interesting yes, i did you true. guys a service that's why i did this whole thing oh actually. nice thank you thank you and we lost dan because he ran <laughs> out of our subscription so <laughs> thank you dan <laughs> 
It's my birthday. <laughs> I do what I want. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Gary Collins. Thanks, Mark Claire. Thanks, Remzo. Uh, all our favorite, some of our favorite guests. I can't say our favorites because that's leaving out all our other favorite guests that yes. weren't able to come on. And we did reach out to others, but things happened. And they weren't it's a able busy to. Busy week. Busy week. Yeah, it is. Um, we are. We need to get out of here. We really do. Um, thank you, everybody, so much who's been listening for the last year or is currently listening now. Um, without you, once again, like we always say, uh, we'd just be talking to ourselves, which we're completely fine with. Absolutely. But, but we like talking to you people too. We like hearing from you. So uh, make sure you leave your comments. Um, leave your birthday wishes because it makes us feel warm inside. Leave yeah. damn birthday wishes for us. We're like those people that's like, give us a surprise party, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let us know how we can uh, improve this thing throughout the next year. What do you want to see? Yeah. What guests do you want us to have on? You got any recommendations? You got any connections with people that would be good to have on our show? Hit us up in the comments. Hit us up on the, the Facebook forum, all over social media. Share this shit around so we can keep making this thing a bigger and better thing. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Bill. Happy birthday, Craig. I mean, this has been fun. This was yeah, a fun episode. Yeah. We're going to get back on track next week. Yeah. Get back into the swing of things, but um, we had to just go celebrate in style yeah. with th with this one here. So we're gonna get out of here for the night. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching for all these months that we've been doing this. Absolutely. Have a great week. We will catch you back here next week. Peace. Bye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media, On the Run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast, and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.